feel like this is an yeah. underrated song, man. Is it really? I keep forgetting about this song. You, you don't hear it a whole lot, like unless you watch in Friday. playlists. Yeah, but I, I remember when this shit dropped, it was everywhere. Mm. You couldn't escape it. Damn. Yeah, I, I I just be forgetting about this song. I heard it the other day. I'm like, damn. So I listened to the whole thing. I'm like, damn. Like this beat is hard. I'm gonna be real though, man. I would honestly say it's a little overrated. Do you? The beat, the beat is incredible, but if you listen to what Dr. Dre's saying, <laughs> dog, his rapping is terrible. I don't know who wrote this song. I never really. It's funny. I never really listened to what Dr. Dre say. Like some of this stuff is cool, but I don't know. This shit just bumps, man. He had some bars on the Chronic 2000, but this song, this was a period when Ice Cube wasn't writing for him, and Eminem hadn't come along yet. And I don't know who the fuck wrote this song for him. Maybe he wrote it himself. Like the lyrics are ridiculous, dog. Like, <laughs> he said he's six foot, two hundred pounds of pure chocolate. <laughs> you know, they, what, this was like what 95 something like that yeah same time as a friday movie yeah so um i'm trying to think because he he was what yeah he was still with death row yeah oh so, uh, at that time no he wasn't 95 okay because pot di- uh pot died in 96 yeah I think Dr. Dre had left Death Row by the time this song came out. Really? Okay. I believe. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, I because he was. Yeah, obviously he was cool with um, Ice Cube. Because yeah. was he cool with Ice Cube during the Death Row days? Or See, now I'm thinking because he had the song with Ice Cube, Natural Born Killers, yeah. around the same time, and Tupac was in that video mm. at the very end. Okay, but I can't remember exactly when Dr. Dre left. I gotta do research, man. We gotta do a deep dive. <laughs> yeah. To, uh, when Dr. Dre left? Yeah, I was. I, yeah, I'm wondering. Yeah, the only reason I want to know is, um, like, who was possibly writing this stuff around this time? Uh, because of course, you know, Snoop wrote the Chronic. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure if you know. I don't think I, I'm. I'm sure Snoop didn't write this. Shoot, let me look it up, man. The writing credits should be on Wikipedia. <laughs> Let's look up this damn song. Keep their heads ringing. <laughs> and the writers that are credited are, hmm, let's see. Uh, You're probably the only one I credited see. on this one. I, yeah, I don't see any writers, man. I see a <laughs> co-producer, engineer, keyboards, producer, Dr. Dre. Uh, KRS-One was sampled. His voice was sampled. I don't see any writers, man. I think he might have written this shit. Oh, well, here you go. <laughs> writers, uh, Dr. Dre, Jay Flex. So he was with Death Row at this time because Jay Flex okay. was a Death Row rapper. Mm. And Sam Sneed, who was a producer. So Jay Flex from Death Row probably wrote this song for him. And I don't even know who that is. <laughs> so that's probably why I was whack. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, it wasn't no, um, <laughs> definitely wasn't chronic, but. Yeah, I don't. I like the song, man. That's hard. <laughs> it's dude. like a good feel. Yeah, it's like a good feel. Like once you bump it in the whip, then it's like, damn, this shit hard. I yeah. forgot about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice feel good song, man. Yeah, and it's important to bring in uh, a, a, a feel good song during these times, man. We needed it, man. Days we be feeling good yeah. lately. Yeah, we I'm, getting there, man. Yeah, I'm not coming in with no. Um, 
rise up type of song. <laughs> we in Sam that era. Cook, it's been a long, <laughs> long time coming. <laughs> nah, enough of that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, uh, another another episode of the Gems and Juice podcast coming back at y'all, back in full effect. We back at it, Maine. It's just mm-hmm. me and my boy Figgy just chopping it up about a whole lot of shit that went down this week. A little bit of new music, a little bit of new topics, a little bit of everything, man. We got a whole smorgasbord of shit to talk about for y'all today. Mm-hmm. And we're going to break it in. But first off, status check, man. Uh, my man Figgy done went vegan. Man, so, <laughs> did I? How you been, man? How's that going for you? Man, I'm feeling lovely. I feel the energy. <laughs> I feel the vibes. <laughs> I'm looking down on only earth tones now. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking down <laughs> on all you meat eaters <laughs> as peasants. <laughs> nah, but um, so I think I think I talked about it in the past, but I got a juicer, so I've been um pretty much practicing juicing and um coming up with different recipes. So this week I I made a juice Monday through Friday. So I drunk a juice every morning. Mm-hmm. And um and during that time I decided, hey, let me try to go vegan. Let me I I I'm I don't have a set date for it where I can stop or I'm not super strict with it, but I just want to see how long I go and see the results. So um it, it, to me it it kind of keep me busy. It kind of keep me researching because i can't just go to mcdonald's or go to taco bell or whatever i have Mm -hmm. to like (laughs) either make it myself or find some type of vegan restaurant which i just came from not that long ago so i just came from soul food vegan and um the line was out the door by the way so i waited in line for like 30 minutes just to get to the front window but um soul food vegan is pretty good man (laughs) I have to try that one day, man. It sounds bougie as hell. You said it was some fine-looking women up in there, so yeah. The thing is, the thing is, the place is not bougie at all. It's in Third Ward. Okay. Yeah, so it's 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 like any other, you know. Um, I don't want to call it a black-owned restaurant. It is, but it's not like flashy at all. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's like a you know, you know, one of those restaurants that look run down, but it, it served the best food ever. It's like one of those type of restaurants. And um, just standing in line, it's all type of earthy type of chicks. Yeah. Workout chicks. And I heard I was kind of eavesdropping on these um, two women conversation. They're like, oh, you vegan? Oh, yeah, I've been <laughs> vegan for about 20 years now. And and um, I guess a girl, one of the women had a shop where she was selling all type of different stuff. An okay. entrepreneur, candles and stuff. Probably yeah, and crystals. So, yeah, follow me on Instagram. Yes, yes, girl, <laughs> let's connect. I'm like, this is type. Of, this, these are the type of women I love, man. <laughs> girls, really, girls that's cool, that's willing to connect, and you know, not really bougie like that. They, they really didn't seem bougie. They oh, was, okay. because they didn't even know each other. That's the funny part about it. They was just standing in line. They're like, oh, have you been here before? Yeah. Oh no, this is my first time. Oh, I've been here a couple of times and and they end up exchanging numbers. Oh wow. <laughs> and I, I saw the whole okay. th- I, that's the funny part about it. I saw the whole thing. I was sitting mm. there like, damn, I saw the whole interaction. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Man. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Might have to check that out sometime. Yeah, a lot of those people they're they're friendly to each other because they feel like, oh, you're one of us. You <laughs> yes. Know, there's a whole little community to vegan black people. 
I, I feel and there's like, not too many of them. So yeah, I feel like vegans, like hardcore vegans, they kind of remind me of like the church people, Christians. Yeah. How they just kind of look down on people who, not all Christians, but the hardcore ones, the old school ones that mm. look look at you. If you don't go to church, you're worldly. And they kind of look down on you a little bit. That's how uh, a lot of vegans are. They're just yeah. like, oh, you eat that animal. I can't deal with you. This is like, damn, bro. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'll also say as somebody who tried the vegan lifestyle as a bet to myself when the Rockets lost to the Golden State Warriors. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I tried it. Uh, I, I will say, man, it's very hard to be consistent with. It's much easier to just give up meat than it is to go vegan completely. Because yes. looking for things, almost everything has some kind of dairy in it, man. And that's yeah. the main thing that gets you. Mm-hmm. you know, nothing can have dairy in it. Yeah. So you almost exclusively have to go to like vegan restaurants or buy vegan foods. And those are always more expensive. Yeah. You know, going to the grocery store, buying plant-based burgers, that shit's expensive, man. Yeah. And yeah. it adds up. So <laughs> it's hard to stay consistent. Like I said, it's easier to just give up meat. Yeah, and be vegetarian than it is to be full on vegan. And that's what most people do, honestly. They yeah. stay with it for a little bit, but they don't stay on it for their entire life. You know. Yeah, I think it's cool to um, maybe become start off as a vegetarian and then kind of wing your way a little bit. But like I said, I, I looked up a bunch of recipes. I actually made something um, vegan this week. It was a, a it was, I think, a vegan lemon spaghetti. Okay. Vegan lemon spaghetti. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it, but okay. it was just weird because, you know, with spaghetti, you usually use um, some type of cheese or, or something. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do none of that. I had to use fucking yeah. almond milk <laughs> to, <laughs> to, make the, uh, to make the sauce and all this shit. I was just like, man. But it, it actually came out pretty good. The, the, one, okay. thing, the one thing is you got to season the hell out of shit. So garlic and uh, all type of seasonings like that will be your best friend, man. Okay. And then the one thing I realized too, because I had some vegan nuggets and um, I had some vegan patties too. And the best way to eat it, because it, it, to me, it's a mind thing. Like, if you know it's not a real burger, you probably, it's, it's probably going to be hard for you to eat it. So, mm-hmm. what I got to do, I got to cover it up with like barbecue sauce or mm-hmm. something like that and just eat it without thinking about it. <laughs> because otherwise, it's like, man, what the hell is this? Yeah. And that, that be in the back of my mind too, because a lot of people say, "Oh, read the back, blah blah blah," or not even that. Just the you know the whole Impossible Burger. I think it, mm-hmm. yeah, Impossible Burger at Burger King, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, it tastes like the real thing." Like, how do you know what it is? Like, how how is that? Exactly, what's in it? Yeah, like how like it's to me, it seems hard to get a burger to taste a fake burger to taste exactly like a real burger. So I've always been skeptical of um, going to like Burger King, getting that Impossible Burger and saying, yeah, this is like, how you know they're not slipping a little bit of meat in there? Here's the thing about those and, and plant-based meat substitutes in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've done research on this stuff and it's not healthy just because it's not meat. You know, if yeah. you look at, there's a whole lot of processed stuff in those burgers that goes into making them taste like meat, but it's not meat. And I'm not saying they're as bad as getting a double Whopper, yeah. but it's close. Yeah. You know, I think people kind of mistakenly think that just because it's vegan, it's healthy. 
Oreos oh, yeah. are vegan, technically. Yeah. You know, snacks are all vegan. Yeah. So it's still yeah, not good. Just because <laughs> it's plant based don't mean it's good for you, man. Yeah. And I agree. Yeah. You, but you should try Impossible Burger and let me know how it is. I heard it's pretty good, but mm. I don't want to try I, it. I can't tell you last time I've been to Burger King, man. I'm not a Burger King yeah, guy at all. Me too. Yeah, but I'm I might try it just because I did I tried the vegan burger last week. It was like a Cajun vegan burger from um Soul Food Vegan. It was pretty good. So I'm okay. yeah, I might go to um, Burger King and try it. What you should do for a Figgy's world is you should go to all the impossible burger spots, <laughs> all the plant based burgers from Burger King. I know McDonald's has one, Jack in the Box might have one. Go get Get them all and do a taste test and let you know which one tastes the best. I might do that. Yeah, I do should it, do that. Yeah. <laughs> telling you. That's a good idea. All right, so let's get into some topics, man. Um, first off, let's. we haven't talked about music in a while, and mainly because on the last episode we had a long, great discussion with Wade Smith, by the way. So thank you yeah. again for coming through. Great discussion on everything going on in nation right now and Black relations and everything going on. Great discussion, but we didn't talk about music last time, so we're going to talk about some music here. A few new releases, uh, but first off, we got to catch up on some things. Uh, number one, the Freddie Gibbs album with Alchemist called Alfredo. Um, I heard it the last time. Uh, figure you hadn't heard it yet, but you did listen to it after the podcast. Yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts on that project, man? How'd you feel about it? I thought it was a pretty solid project, man. I was impressed again. I, I felt like Freddie Gibbs, I think these are his last three projects. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like he three for three. <laughs> man, I, I think it was a solid project. And I do agree with you. I feel like it's not better than uh, Fetty or the, uh, what's the other one? I'm, I'm blanking on the name. But the other one uh, with uh, Mad Lib. Uh, Bandana, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's better than those, but I do think it's a solid project. I was a little disappointed as far as the um the production because I thought I was gonna get get Fetty <laughs> production, mm-hmm. but it was it was kind of subpar to me. I, it it wasn't bad, but I thought it was gonna be straight fire like Fetty. And um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed it, man. I liked the I liked the um uh, Griselda Gr- features on there. Yeah, thought it was pretty good. I liked. I like Tyler the Creator. I like that song a lot. <laughs> I like that song a lot. Um, yeah, man, it's a pretty good project. That's the that's the one joint I'm really playing right now. The one album I'm playing. Okay. Yeah, I kind of feel the same about it, man. I let it cook a little bit more, and I haven't really gone back to it or felt like it. A few songs are stand out to me. I'm glad it was released because it was a good time to you know hear some type of music like that. But I heard people saying that it was better than Bandana. I heard people saying it was better than so much stuff out right now. I'm like, man, hold up. It's not that good. <laughs> and I expected, a, I mean, my ex- expectations from Freddie Gibbs now are pretty high, honestly. Yeah. I expect excellence from any project he drops now because, he, like you said, he's been three for three, actually more than that Yeah. Uh, lately. His I- last projects really going back to two years ago. Like it been straight fire. Yeah, and I only mentioned the last three because that's when I jumped on board because I originally wasn't a Freddie Gibbs fan. Yeah, and so now uh, I probably will go back uh, two years ago and just check all his music out. Yeah, his run has been dope, man. Going back to really the first one he dropped with Madlib Pinata. Mm. Really, every project since then has been heat. So 
Damn. Do you think he's Check a, those out. Do you think he's a better rapper than Young Jeezy? Or a uh, better artist that's, overall? I mean, that's or, hard. To, or it's two different. They're, they're different types of rappers, and you don't listen to... Uh, what you get out of Young Jeezy is way different than what you get out of Freddie Gibbs. Even though they both technically like coke rappers. Yeah. Like, uh, Jeezy's more the trap sound that you gonna pump in the car, and Freddie Gibbs more the headphone, you know, while you just vibing and listening to the lyrics and dope Mad Lib beats. But honestly, like, if you compare their careers and their work alone, I would say Freddie Gibbs is a way better rapper and has a way better discography overall. You know, Jeezy got three albums max. Yeah, I kind of agree. Go back to. I kind of agree. And it's so weird that he was signed under Jeezy at one point, man. Yeah. Like, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> and that's, I think that was the turnoff for me uh, for even giving him a chance that he was a Jeezy artist. And I, I mm-hmm. thought there was like another Jeezy type of rapper. So I never really paid attention to him. But to me, he kind of reminded me of a, um, he reminded me of a Pusha T for real, for real. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just so I'm I'm really impressed by him, honestly, man. I think he, I think he, as far as like lyrics, production, and all that stuff, I will put him probably top in my top five right now, as far as current artists. Like, yeah, I think that's deserved, man. Honestly. Yeah. And, and like I said, the record speaks for itself, man. He's put out so many fire projects that you have to put him up there, in my opinion. So yeah, that's I agree. No argument there. Yeah, that's some. He one of the people. It's only a few people that I stop without doing to go listen to him. Mm-hmm. He's one of the people. If he drop a surprise project, I will stop without doing and turn it on. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, I'm like, eh, you know, I get to it when I get, I to, get it. to it. But I got like five artists that I will stop without doing just to check it out. Yep. I'm the same way, man. Honestly, living right now, yeah, I put them up there. It will be Jay, Freddie Gibbs. Uh, who else would I stop to listen to? I gotta think about that. Maybe that's a topic for a future yeah, I would stop, podcast. I would stop while I'm doing the listen to Pusha T. If he dropped the project, I would stop while I'm doing the I, Yeah, I probably would for Pusha T at this point. Yeah, um, Kanye used to Kanye, be up there. Yes, he used Kanye, to. Kanye, I would stop to listen. Really? To him. Okay. He yeah, used I, to be up there for me, but as a recent, I'm kind of like, eh, you know, I'm gonna let it breathe because it, it's really hard with him because yeah. whatever he dropped, people like, oh, it's a classic. It's a classic. It, it kind of mm. make you not even want to listen to it. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, I think he was definitely up there as far as you know, top five people you got to stop and listen to. And Drake's up there too. Drake, when yeah. Drake drops, everybody got to listen to Drake. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's a pretty solid top five. Yeah, people, you got to stop everything and listen to when they drop. Mm-hmm. Um. So other music that came out in the past few weeks, I did listen to the new Run the Jewels album. Um, Run the Jewels is Killer Mike and LP. LP produces and raps on it as well. Uh, they've been doing they have in this group called Run the Jewels for I want to say close to probably ten years now. This is their fourth album together. Um, very, very... Now, I've been kind of a fan. I wasn't a huge fan of this album, personally. Uh, I think... And, and people have already talked about the hypocrisy of Killer Mike, you know, going on Atlanta TV and talking about people <laughs> need to stop tearing shit down. But if you listen to his lyrics and his music, he's talking that revolutionary, shoot the cops, burn everything down. 
And the funny thing is, he actually had a video of what looked like a protest slash revolution <laughs> for uh, one of his songs on this album that came out on the last week of April. Mm. So before all this shit popped off, it's almost like he predicted it. Damn. So if he kept that same energy, <laughs> I would probably like this album a little bit more. But the <laughs> fact that he came out and, and like what he said wasn't bad. I'm not going to say what he said in front of the mayor. telling people to calm down and stop burning shit down was bad. Yeah. But when it just goes so contrary to what you rap about, usually it kind of turns me off, man, because now I know you just bullshitting. Yeah, you I think know? I think sometimes you just got to step back and not say anything. Yes. At that point, I think he was one of the people. I, f- I feel like a lot of people, a lot of celebrities feel like they got to come out and say something. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of the total opposite, man. I feel like it's better if you don't say anything. If it's not in support of what's going on, saying, hey, you know, um, I, I don't agree with, you know, the shooting of an arm, unarmed black man or whatever. And if it's if it's not about the moment, man, just don't. If you got a different opinion, just don't even say nothing, man. Yeah, basically. I, I, I don't know why. I, I, I guess they were trying to get... The, the whole thing, we talked about this morning happened. The whole thing was a mess, period. Like, young people don't know who the fuck Killer Mike and T.I. are anyway, really, to respect yeah. them enough to stop protesting and rioting because they said something, mm-hmm. you know? So the whole thing was kind of tone deaf. But like I said, I had no problem with what he said, but... When it goes so contrary to the music you make, it's kind of like when T.I. did the Crime Stoppers thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I get he had to do that because it was a court thing. But when you when you see that commercial, it's hard to go back to trap music. Yeah. And, and hearing what he's talking about when you remember like, oh, this nigga telling us to stop to snitch on people, you know, so. <laughs> Once you go through that, it's hard to for some artists to uh, really resonate with you. And Killer Mike is kind of like that for me right now. Yeah. But all in all, the album is okay. Um, I do like Ooh La La a lot. Um, that song has DJ Premier doing scratching. I don't know if he produced it, but he's doing scratching on it. And that's a dope song. I've been keeping that on repeat. Everything else, I could take it or leave it, honestly. Mm. It's not a bad album. They They are experimenting with more sounds, but... You know, it's not going to make you a fan if you weren't really a fan before. I would recommend going back to their first two albums, and now I think that's where they were the best. But okay, Just so, my thoughts on that. So is this before. like a, you know, fight the power type of album, or do they have like one or two songs about that? No, nah, that's their whole vibe. Oh, really? Like, that's really Just, all they rap about. Oh, know? okay. Okay, yeah, so they're not, so they not living in the moment. <laughs> Basically, nah, man, because okay. that's been their whole vibe since day one. And mm. yeah, they do got other like songs about fucking and shit and stuff, yeah. and goofy stuff here and there. Okay, but mainly their whole vibe is like burn down capitalism, mm. uh, fuck the police, like okay. old school revolutionary type of hip hop. So yeah, yeah. And, and what he said just kind of was like, okay, now nah, I don't believe you. Kill him, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And speaking of revolutionary music. We got a few Uh-oh. more. Uh-oh. We got the official Black Lives Matter soundtrack starting to roll out. <laughs> um, starting with Lil Baby. Um, I bring this up first. I know we both listened to it, and it got probably the most acclaim on social media. Lil Baby dropped a song called The Bigger Picture. He also dropped a video where he apparently filmed it uh, during a protest. Mm. Um, and I thought we were... 
calling shit like that corny, but apparently when it's little baby, it's not corny somehow. But okay, I digress. <laughs> anyway, he filmed the, the video during the protest and he came out, um, you know, really speaking on everything going on right now. People were talking about, you know, he's the next Pac after this one. <laughs> you know, he, he's becoming a legend. This is a legendary status. song. Yes. So <laughs> I I want to know what you think about it first, Biggie. What were your thoughts when you heard this song by Lil Baby? Trade my 4 by 4 for GC3. Ain't no more Freeless D. I gave him chance, chance, chance. All right, all right. So I'm, I'm going to get my thoughts on it. I was kind of impressed with it because when I, I kept hearing about the song on social media, so I'm thinking like, oh, man, this dude has stepped out of his box. Mm-hmm. Like, it's about to be some type of, you, you know, I feel like all the rev- revolutionary songs sound the same. Where it got the chant in it, it's like, yeah, let's fight the power, that type of feel to it. Yeah. But um, I kind of respect this song for the simple fact that he kind of stuck, he, he he stayed in his lane. <laughs> he didn't try, he, he kept the auto tune on there, he kept the trap beat. Yeah. He kept the melody he usually used, but uh, the only thing that was different was the lyrics. So I, you know, I, I seen a lot of people praising it, and I also seen a lot of people killing it. But I, I respect it coming from him. Like I said, it's it sound good. It sound like him, but like I said, he just changed the lyrics up. It was more revolutionary lyrics, and you could tell it was coming from him. So it wasn't like a a, a ti type of revolutionary song mm-hmm. so i you know I, I can respect it coming from him but i just feel like these type of songs never really are never good <laughs> i don't know i don't see myself playing this again but i will say it it is i i guess i guess you could play it off the strength of the uh production alone it do sound good in the car if you if you're not listening to the lyrics it do sound good but uh, some of the stuff I hate about it, I hate when they have the um, speeches in the beginning and yeah. the news, uh, Channel 19 news and blah, blah, blah. It was another <laughs> killing of an arm. All that's like, I don't, I don't want to hear all that in the song. To me, that's, that's kind of dated. They've been doing that for years. But I kind of respect that he's just, um, he, he pretty much stayed in his lane. Yeah, and I will say if you told me, if you gave me a list of rappers and told me one of them was going to make a song like this, Lil Baby would probably be at the very end of who I thought <laughs> would make a, a song like this. Yeah. Um, I didn't see it coming at all from him. I figured somebody like a Kendrick or J. Cole would drop something. I didn't think it would be him. So <laughs> like you said, man, I do respect the effort. That being said, I don't like the song. <laughs> I don't really like anything about it. I don't like the lyrics because he's not really saying anything. And here's my problem with the fucking revolutionary songs <laughs> of this era. It's why I don't like Kendrick either, really, when he tries to get in this bag. Yeah. Kendrick is the one of the kings of, like, making a Black Power song but not really saying shit in it. Yeah. You know, just saying the most basic stuff. Um, but he, he doesn't, it's kind of toothless. You know, he's not calling for any, he's not talking, he's not on some pox shit. He's not on some dead press he's not even on some public enemy shit you know he's not saying burn anything down he's not saying destroy the entire structure it's more about black unity and whatever and that's cool i get it but this song has some of the same problems i've been criticizing other people of doing at this time which is saying well not all cops are bad guys remember that 
uh, not all white people are racist. And he said not, the little baby said this. He said, not all coloreds are dumb. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, every what, color person ain't dumb and all whites are not racist. He said, not all coloreds. Who the fuck says coloreds, dog? Like, what kind of Jim Crow ass rapping is he getting into in this bag talking about not all coloreds are dumb? Yeah. Not all white people are racist. We know these things, man. Yeah. And, and if you look at the lyrics, like the song sounds fine. You know, it sounds like a little baby song. Yeah. But if you look at the lyrics, he's not really saying anything. You know, he is more like of a damn shit's fucked up right now. Yeah. And uh another thing I really hated, uh <laughs> let me look at the lyrics real quick because I gotta find this shit. <laughs> he talks about voting. And I'm like, come on, man. Hold on. He said, I can't lie like I don't rap about killing and dope, but I'm telling my youngins to vote. <laughs> so that, that that was a cool line to kind of admit like, okay, I know I'd be rap- rapping about bullshit most of the time, but you should still vote. But number one, I don't like people saying that voting's going to change shit because we already know it, it really hasn't. And number two, like if you're doing, if you're following what Lil Baby says in his raps, you probably can't vote because you're probably a felon by now. <laughs> yeah. So I'd rather him like really get into why like maybe call himself out for being wrong about being promoting what he promotes. Mm. You know, he uses the excuse if I did what I had to do, but I, I, I mean, I, I wish it got more into, I don't know. I just wish it had substance to it, mm. but here it was just a line he dropped and just went and then moved past it. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I didn't like the video being shot during a protest. Um, a lot of people are doing corny shit during these protests. I seen the niggas get married I've in seen the middle that of the protest in Philly. I've seen we've seen all kinds of crazy shit. And uh he he had the fake Black Panthers in this video too, which I didn't like because they got exposed for being actors. And mm. I didn't like them being in the video too. So I don't like the video. I don't like the content of the song. I feel like if we have a revolutionary song, like maybe my standards just a little bit higher, because I grew up on public enemy. Tupac, Dead Prez, and I know what that real shit sounds like, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I guess when your standard is kind of low and you're just surprised anybody raps about anything like this, you'll like it, but I didn't really like it, man. (laughs) And I don't want to seem like I'm shit, like, the effort is fine. You know? I respect the effort, but people were hyping this shit up. (laughs) Yeah. He wasn't saying anything really in it. Yeah. Break it down. Yeah, I I, I kind of agree, and I'm to be fair, I'm grading on the curve. I'm not really gr- putting them putting up there with the best songs of all time or anything like that. But yeah. coming from Little Baby, I like like you said, I never expected a song like this to come from Little Baby. So just for his effort, because like I said, I thought it was gonna be way out of his lane, out of his you know different beat on some try to be like Kendrick type shit. Because we've yeah. seen a bunch of people try to do shit like this whenever shit get real and it it, it don't work. And I, like I said, unless it's Public Enemy or Tupac or something like that, I feel like the songs are never really that good. I yeah. I, I haven't heard a, a good fight the power type of song in a long time that yeah. wasn't really corny. And I, I hate to use the word corny because it's, it is some people that do say some good shit in it, but who want to sit there and uh, bump that? I mean, yeah. Fight the Power was a, a good song, even outside the lyrics. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, 
it, it was good. Like, you could play that song now, and people, you know, would like it. So, um, yeah, I just think as far as people making songs like this, it never, it was, it, it was never a hit. But at least this song sounds similar to what's been playing currently. <laughs> You know what I mean, he just got yeah. he just got his lyrics in it, and I'm like I, I wasn't expecting him to get deep into detail <laughs> on mm. this. So I like like you said, I give him an A for effort. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I I respect the effort, but just the 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 way people were hyping it up is just, just what bothered he me. Goat status like, now. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, if you want to say it's good for little baby, that's fine. But I've seen niggas say that. Little baby's becoming the Jay Z of this time. Just watch. I'm like, what? Yeah. Look, let's slow. Jay Z never. Yeah, I don't bit. think Jay Z made a song like like this. Like this. He he I dropped mean, some gems and songs a lot. Like I think the song, the, the story of OJ. I think it's a good song. Yeah. But it don't sound nothing like this. I mean, little the story of OJ is it was way deeper than what this song got yeah. into. Yeah, like he was talking about some real shit on there, and this song just sounds like he kind of uh, read a timeline of tweets from <laughs> verified people on Twitter, and said, "Okay, let me say this, 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 and this. Not all cops are bad. Uh, uh, blah blah blah. <laughs> Go vote. Make sure to get the vote in there." And like, okay, whatever. I mean, it is good for him, uh, but the hype behind Little Baby and whatever he does is just on another level, and I don't see it. I'm not hating. Like I think he does have talent, but the the hype is just out of control with him. And I expected more of the way people were talking. Meek was talking about all crazy about this song. Like he's becoming a legend because of it. And I'm like, okay, man, whatever. Yeah. Maybe I just don't see it. Maybe yeah. I'm just a hater. But I didn't even like the Meek song with Justin Timberlake. Remember that song? Yes, that was horrible. Yeah, I didn't even like that. Like that's and that's the problem. Like I kind of rolled my eyes when I seen people saying oh little baby made a song and i'm just like ah, it's probably gonna be one of those with a white person singing on the hook <laughs> but uh it, it's it really surprised me because it was something that really bumped i'm like damn i turned it up a little bit <laughs> i gotta say man it's sidebar real quick <laughs> After the last two incidents, I'm no longer falling behind the free so-and-so rapper bandwagon no more, man. Yeah. I'm done with it. Meek <laughs> is disappointed. They were trying to make Meek Mill like he was Nelson Mandela, dog. Yeah. He came out as ignorant as he ever was. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with ASAP Rocky being locked up. Where the fuck has he been? Yeah. He's supposed to be Nelson Mandela too. Where the fuck is he? Like these are black leaders who were unjustifiably imprisoned. Yeah. He had to fight for their release and they just come out and say bullshit. <laughs> Fucking Meek Mill posting pictures with his fucking ATV having fun, ripping and riding R.I.P. George Floyd. What? Yeah. Like, complaining about the Rolex stores being robbed? Like, where yeah. are these people really speaking truth to power at this time when we fought, well, people fought for them and, and really uh, uh, petitioned for their release? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe Trump, because Trump supposedly tried to help with ASAP. Maybe ASAP didn't want to make Trump mad or whatever. I don't man, know. Man, he honestly probably don't give a shit. <laughs> he really, uh, you're right. He probably Yeah, doesn't. he probably, yeah. He's like, man, I'm rich. I, I stay in Malibu. Yes. I don't, you know, yes. I don't care about all that stuff. <laughs> 
but based off these last two men, I'm not riding for nobody who get locked up no more. <laughs> like if any of these yeah. young rappers, if they get locked up, you on your own, dog. Yeah. I ain't behind the campaign. I ain't tweeting the hashtag no the, more. The only person I want free is Match B. <laughs> That's oh, the only yeah. person. But yeah, he, he been in there too. Long. He been he been in there for a minute. But um. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I actually stopped saying free people anyway, man. Even from the hood, it's, I don't know, man. It's just, like, what's the point, man? Like, yeah. if you did the crime, man. <laughs> like, what's the point saying free my, free my nigga so-and-so? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's when you look at it now, it's, it, it sounds stupid. <laughs> it is, man. It's basically just saying free him because I like him. Yeah. Not free him because he should be free because he ain't do shit. Yeah. Like he did it, but free him because yeah. I like him. Yeah, it's you know, it's like, never okay. a situation where um they were it was they was accused of murder and they really didn't do it and they went to jail. Yeah. And you saying, Hey, we gotta get him out, free him. It's just a you know, dude did crime, he got caught. I mean, he ended up doing time, and mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, just you know, support, free my free the guys, free the guys, yeah. free TK, even though he did that shit. Yeah. Free YMW <laughs> Melly, even though he probably did that shit. Yeah. Like, no, I think it's gonna stay in jail, man. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. Care. <laughs> um, so also apparently T Pain made some kind of revolutionary song. Did you hear this, man? Yeah. What, what was he talking about? Um, it was kinda um it was kind of plain. The, the song is called Get Up. I'm going to play a snippet of it real quick. Okay. But the song is called Get Up, and it's like a a, a fish in the air with, like, three watches on it. <laughs> so, I, and I, I, to be honest, I did not mean to play this song, but the song came more right after the little Baby song. So I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, is this like a, <laughs> like a, uh, I guess, uh, Revolutionary Friday where all these artists make these type of songs. But um, the song was, I don't know, it was kind of poppy a little bit. Wait, let me play a little snippet of it. Okay. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. As my heart beating and I'm breathing there I fight for me You want to sight Anytime, anywhere <laughs> And I will never back down from it I'm That's not bang. coming I'm just attacking I'm running Don't ask questions <laughs> Making my picket sign right now <laughs> yeah. Need to fucking motivate yeah. him Oh no, I can't stop now. stop now I gave him my all And it still ain't enough, still ain't enough. Everybody getting knocked down The only thing that matters What you gonna do I'm, I'm not I'm not feeling it yet, T-Pain. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be mumble rapping on a song like this, dog. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. yeah. That's pretty I, much I fuck with, I fuck with T-Pain. That wasn't it either. Yeah. It kind of remind me of the uh, Kanye song, power, uh, not power, but um, stronger. Yeah, that's what it kind of that little EDM of. feel to it. Like, don't put EDM in my fucking protest music, man. Like, go somewhere else with that shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I need some soul based samples, and I need some fucking hard spin lyricism if I want to get motivated to go to a protest <laughs> and fight the power, dog. Don't give me yeah. no fucking EDM shit. 
<laughs> with a trap beat, the, the the generic trap 808 on it. <laughs> I top that shit, man. Do you feel like that song with Jay Z and Kanye, "Run the Town," is that a is that like a, a fight the power type of song? I feel like it is. I, I I really don't like that song, but I guess it could be seen as that a little bit. I I never thought of it like that. I gotta look at the lyrics again, but I thought it was more like some weird like we run this shit in music type thing more so than let's fight at, the power and destroy the structure. At so, that at that time, it was kind of same. It seemed like that because that's when people thought he was in the Illuminati and yeah, and Kanye that video was super satanic and it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see it as that, but yeah. I, I don't know. I I need more. We need if if we have to make this kind of music during this time, I I need something a little harder, man. I agree, man. Somebody saying something. Or honestly, just leave it to the real people that d- do those type of songs, man. Like yeah. leave it Leave it for Common, man. I'm not about mm-hmm. to complain about Common because he's been doing that shit for years, man. <laughs> yes. Leave it to people like that. Leave it to John Legend to fucking sing yeah. <laughs> Selma. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, leave it to people who actually <laughs> in that lane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, And one last release that I hesitantly have to bring up because we have to talk about shit like this. Nicki Minaj and 6ix9ine have joined forces again. And I want to say I I was too lazy to dig into the archives, but I'm like 99.99% sure that when we talked about who Takashi 6ix9ine would work with if he worked with anybody else ever again, I said Nicki Minaj. I did say I think he would work with her or she would work with him again. Mm. And that's just going off the fact that she's already kind of a pariah in the industry, she, people don't like her. She, yeah, and she low key. She's already been accused of being blackballed. And yeah, stuff, so. I was about to say she low key blackballed already. So yeah. why not work with somebody like that? And the last time they did it, they had a hit with the Fifi song. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I figured she would work with him. She would be one of the few who would definitely be one of the first out and work with him again when he got out. Yeah. But are you surprised Akon worked with him? I can't really <laughs> say I am. Mm. I mean, Akon, like, look, he's old. He's kind of played out. He really don't make music no more. Um, I'm not surprised he's doing shit for the clout. Like, I never saw him as some kind of hard street dude. You know, he was singing. Yeah. You know. I, but see, I never looked at him as a clout chaser, though. Yeah. So that's that's why I was surprised. I was surprised that he um, worked with him. I was more surprised that, damn, like, you don't even have to do this. It's one thing if he was like way fucked up, but I don't think he fucked up at all. This dude made a lot of money. Shit, he's he fucking signed Lady Gaga. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean he he got money. Money ain't a thing for him. So I was really shocked, and I I cringed a lot when I heard that remix or whatever that was. Yeah, it sounds terrible. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, I don't know Akon well enough to be surprised that he sold his soul for some shit like this. So yeah. Like, maybe he was always like this, and I didn't know, but <laughs> I can't say I was too surprised. I wasn't like, oh, my God, not Con- not Akon. <laughs> so I was more disgusted by the fucking wig that Takashi had oh, on man. that video, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he's just going to come out as being straight up gay or what, but I don't know what he's doing with that hair, dog. That, was, <laughs> that tripped me out the most. I'm like, it's already one thing you had the rainbow hair. 
Yeah. You got a full on rainbow weave now, dog. Like it wasn't even rainbow. Know. It was like pink and yellow. Yeah, and, yeah. It was a, a fucking uh, lace front. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know what he was doing with that man. That tripped me out <laughs> the most. Maybe something happened in prison. But uh, <laughs> so getting back to this song, I, I I'm gonna first off first off figure you heard it. So tell me what you thought about this song, man. Did you like it? It's called Trolls with Nicki yeah. Minaj. I can't lie, man. I, it's a good song, man. I, I hate to give them the credit, but to me, it's a good song. Now, my only critique about it is it kind of sound like the, uh, it kind of puts you in mind of the future song with Drake, the uh, Where Your mm-hmm. Ass At. Remember that song? Yeah. Where Your Ass At. It, it kind of got that same flow to it a little bit. Oh, okay. So it, I feel like he was might have been biting off of that. But... It, to me, it's a good song. I feel, I feel like dude is super talented, man. That's the part that's irritating. Like, dude is super talented. But it's hard to sit there and support him openly like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard to sit there and say, well, like, I don't care. Because it, I mean, it's one thing if he was like a black, a black kid. Mm-hmm. But this dude not even black. And he clearly sh- uh, showed us that he using people to get to where he at. He using black culture. Like I know he rap and all this other stuff. I don't take I don't take away you know from people wanting to rap and all this other stuff. But like for him to get with this gang, get caught up in this shit, not really do time. It's just I don't know. It's just it's it's hard supporting something like that. And I'm kind of shocked how how many people not really supporting them as far as like the um I want to say the industry. Like you really don't you don't see radio stations press to do an interview with him. You don't see them playing his records, and he doing hella numbers. So it it kind of got me thinking like like do those numbers even mean anything at this point? Because he doing the YouTube numbers, I guess he breaking records, mm-hmm. but like do it really mean anything at this point? Well, and that's another thing why I thought it was funny that um, they 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 got together and did this collaboration because they Nicki Minaj and Six Nine are the king and queen of whining about fucking doing numbers. these numbers and being blackballed and numbers not counting and all this shit being rigged against them. So it was perfect that they came together and just whined together on Instagram Live <laughs> about the whole music industry. And how it's unfair because Takashi Six Nine is saying his his streams were blocked because they wanted Ariana Grande or some other person to get the number one. So, yeah, him, him and her are like, and she went back and whined whenever uh, her last album didn't reach number one because of Travis Scott. She went on a fucking tirade about that too. Yeah. So they are the king and queen of whining about bullshit nobody else cares about but them, as far as their <laughs> streams and numbers and sales go. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised they're working together and they have the same grievances. <laughs> that being said, man, I got to just say, I wasn't in the mood to hear this song right now. I will probably hear it eventually and give a honest take on it. But the thing about 6ix9ine, I was curious to see how six, what 6ix9ine was going to do when he got out of prison. The answer is he's doing the same shit he's always done, complaining about streams, saying he's blackballed, saying he's the number one artist out blah 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 still being a troll and that shit was cute a couple years ago 
is not really cute right now for me in this industry. I mean, in what's going on right now, there are bigger fish to fry and bigger things that need our attention. And I don't care about six nine whining about whatever. Yeah. Like if you ain't talking about what's going on, like I just don't want to hear anything from him, period, right now. I'm kind of yeah. like how Jasmine feels about him all the time. Yeah. That's how I feel about him right now. I don't want to hear anything he has to say. Like mm-hmm. he just shut the fuck up and, and just let this moment ride out at least before he tries to troll again. Cause nobody's in the mood for trolling shit right now, man. They're just not. Yeah. I, I agree. So, I agree, man. I I wonder how long this is gonna last because like I said, he doing numbers. Like mm-hmm. whenever he go live, he have like half a million people in there. So he he really doing the numbers, but do it really matter at this point? Yeah. Like like if people not really messing with him, do it really matter? He not really doing shows. So it is it, one thing if he packing out all these shows and you know actually making money and stuff like that, but like I wonder what's the benefit? I mean, do it even matter? <laughs> do it even matter? He did forty million in um yeah. in in twenty four hours. And honestly, man, that's I ask that about a lot of things now, not just six nine. Like, does any of this, any of anything matter right now? Like the NBA, <laughs> all this goofy shit we used to use to distract ourselves. Does any of this matter right now? And of all the things I want to listen to and pay attention to, six nine is like at the bottom of that list right now. And yeah. I know that sounds weird because we talk about him a lot in the podcast. Yeah. But I just don't care what he has to say right now, man. I have no energy for it. And yeah. like I said, I'll eventually hear the song and say what I think about it. But I just wasn't in the mood. I know paid text sent me the link. <laughs> I just don't want to watch it right now, bro. But yeah. I don't know. That's all I got to say about 6ix9ine, man. And hopefully we can stop talking about him for a little bit, at least until, I don't know, there's yeah, the absolutely one, nothing the, going the, on. The one thing I will say, maybe maybe this can change eventually, but, I mean, we did see um, Nicki Minaj work with him, which is no surprise. And then yeah. Akon, which was kind of a surprise. But I wonder, it is kind of shocking that nobody really worked with him yet. Like, he been putting up numbers. Yeah. Like I surprised somebody ain't say ah fuck it I'm you know I'm just here for the music type of thing, so I it, think and even even as far as like radio stations I thought he would have had an interview you know yeah. in a snap of a finger, maybe it's on him maybe he don't want to do it, but I I, I could have swore maybe somebody like a Charlemagne would have went to his house, and you know did an interview or something like that or they got him on some type of way, but I, yeah it, it seemed like the whole industry is like nah. Like, it's, it's not even worth it. I think most people are in a wait-and-see mode with him. You know, and, and to you and Jasmine's point, I think there are some people who will just never work with him no matter what. But I think most people are in a wait-and-see mode to see, okay, is he, gonna, is he actually still a hot artist? Can he actually still do things for me if I hop on a track with him or he hops on a track with me? And he was never big on features anyway. Yeah. You know, even before all this shit happened. So... I think a lot of it is just wait and see. I think he will be back on radio. Uh, I don't know if Breakfast, Breakfast Club supposedly banned him, but we'll see how long that lasts. But, uh, yeah, now is not the time for me. But yeah. we'll, we'll see what he goes, if he has anything else interesting to say. He also wants to keep defending the fact that it's okay that he snitched because other people snitch in the music industry, too. Yeah, he mentioned Future, Meek Mill. Yeah, it's, it's like Nicki Minaj. The, like, the, the, the thing is, man, he, 
like he bringing that up because he snitched, so he's trying to throw everybody else under there. But if you getting all these numbers, obviously people don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. So like it's kind of like what's the point of bringing it up, man? You doing your you doing your numbers. So what's the what's the point of trying to say? Oh well, he did too. He did too. Yeah, and the thing about Nikki too, because some people were kind of surprised that she worked with him again and she was the first one to do it. <laughs> um, going beyond the fact that they whine about the same shit. I also think that Nikki has no moral compass, man. Like she has no integrity, honestly. Yeah. She does whatever she can to go faint, to be famous, to be seen, to get numbers, to get streams. And that's her main goal in life. I feel she don't care who she fuck with. She don't, she, she done married a rapist. <laughs> allegedly she, her brother's a rapist going to prison. Uh, all this stuff happened and she defended all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so we already know the deal is with her, man. Her working with the snitch is kind of actually low key on problematic, problematic things she's done in her past. Yeah, and he so, had a questionable um, um, past too with yeah, his situation. He's allegedly a rapist too. So fucking, she she loves being around scumbags. Honestly, I feel, and her working with Six Nine is not surprising because she made a whole career of doing goofy shit like that. Yeah, and what else? Is what it is. Yeah, that's and see, that's and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. That's why it's surprising to me that you know she allegedly threw that shot at Beyonce on the um mm. on the um, Doja Cat song because it's like man, like at that point, she just guns blazing at this point. Yeah, like she don't give a shit. So I, I don't know. Maybe she is really blackball where don't nobody really want to work with her. I think that's probably true, man. We ain't even seen her work with Drake in a long time, so yeah, I don't even yeah, think they the cool. Money thing basically did. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so let's get into some topics, man. We got a lot to break down. Well, a, a bunch of little things to break down, I guess more so. But um, fuck it, we're let's start off with a. Uh, I know we usually save the movie reviews and shit till or the TV stuff till later, but we'll get into this right now. Dave Chappelle dropped a surprise special. Um, some people are calling it a comedy special, but it's really not a comedy special. It yeah. really wasn't funny. It's not meant to be funny. Mm-hmm. It's more so uh, Dave Chappelle getting on stage and venting about the George Floyd situation and everything going on right now. It's called 846. It was released on YouTube this week. Um, so I saw it's about 22 minutes long, I think. And yeah, uh, 20, I enjoyed 27. it. Yeah. 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 Um, I enjoyed it a lot. But what did you think about it first, Biggie? What, what were your thoughts after you saw this whole thing? Um, I thought it was cool. I thought it was well needed. I, I agree with you. I wouldn't say it was a, a comedy special. Maybe it's fair to say that because he's a comedian. Yeah. And the whole setup was kind of like a um, comedian special. But I think I thought it was needed. I thought it was needed. I like that he kind of called out Don Lemon a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> because he he was one of the people that was naming off people that didn't that need to say something or didn't say anything. And I I I said that from the beginning. I felt like that's unfair. Like celebrities shouldn't have to speak out on stuff like this all the time or be pressured to. And I think this special was pretty much him speaking out in a in a clever way in in the Dave Chappelle way. And um, to me, I feel like this special, to me, this special make it seem, not make it, but to me, it make it 
I guess it make him the GOAT to me. I don't want to say he the greatest of all time, mm-hmm. but just look at where he started. Like, where where he started from the beginning and where he started with Chappelle's show. He got away from that whole goofy shit and characters and all this other stuff. I think he's, I think he's a rare breed to the point where he could talk about real shit and make it and, and make it funny a little bit. He don't have to. He don't have to go the Kevin route. I mean, not Kevin route, but Kevin Hart route to mm-hmm. you know talk about this his uncle Willie and his auntie Barbara and his crackhead cousin and all this other stuff. He could actually talk about real shit, make it funny, and actually be telling the truth. So I, to me, that's a hell of a comedian, man, <laughs> because a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people stay away from these type of topics. Yep. We ain't about to see Kevin Hart talk about this shit in the, in, the, in his special. So I think it was well needed. It was, to me, um, it kind of it made me feel better a little bit. Like, he kept it real. He 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 looked at it on both sides. And um, that's the one thing I like about Dave Chappelle's stand-ups now because a lot of people used to say it was whack. His, his stand-ups now are whack. But to me, he, he pointed out real events and say, look, like, y'all ain't really do this when that happened, when that white person mm-hmm. did that. But when the black man do that, then, you know, he make it sound good. He... He don't make it, he, he not doing the Paul Mooney or nothing like that, but he make it where it's funny and then it's like, wow, damn, like, I ain't think about it like that. Like, damn, that's yeah. crazy. So, um, I I thought it was, I thought it was well done. I like that he named it 846 because that's how long the cop was on um, Bit Floyd's neck. So, um, I, I think I really appreciate this and I think th- this ain't no little baby song. <laughs> this ain't a little baby song, but I I like I, I really appreciated this coming from Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I liked it a lot too, man. Um, and I kind of waffle back and forth in, on who is the greatest of all time because I'm stuck between Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle. You know, I think Chris Rock is probably one of the probably the funniest comedian I've ever seen, man. <laughs> and, and the way he relates real shit and makes it funny all the time is like something nobody else can really do as good as he does. Yeah. Dave Chappelle can do it, but I think if you match their peak in in terms of stand up, I think Chris Rock is on top, but after this man, I don't know because I don't know what who whatever what other comedian could go on stage and not tell jokes for 30 yeah. minutes and still have the whole nation be like, "Oh shit, this is great." Yeah. You know, I don't know if anybody can do that, man. A comedian just not even saying any jokes and you know you don't laugh once and you think it was great. It's crazy, man. So Yeah. Uh, just look at his style too, man. Like everybody can't go on stage and smoke a cigarette. Yep. Like just his style. He he take his time. He had a little book. Like a lot of comedians can't do that. A lot of comedians yeah. would get killed <laughs> if they did some shit like that. But Dave, with Dave, okay. it's kind of like, let me sit back, let let him do his thing. Let him do it the way he want to do it. And it's good. A lot of people say they don't give a fuck, but Dave Chappelle is one of the few people who really don't give a <laughs> fuck, man. Like, he'll say trans jokes, even though they kill him for it every single time. Uh, in this special alone, he's, he called, what's her name, a cunt? Candace uh, Parker. 
the other oh. one, Candace Owens, Candace, Candace Owens, Owens called out too. Candace Owens, that's one, Laura, whatever. The one who told LeBron to shut up and dribble. Yeah. She called him a cunt. When's the last time you heard any man call a woman a cunt? Yeah. He said it. <laughs> and he also brought up the Chris Dorner thing, you know, which was crazy because he basically kind of bigged him up a little bit. He said, you know, look what happened in the LAPD when Chris Dorner was there. That drove him crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, who else could bring shit like that up, man, and get away with it? Yeah. Only he can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so he really just does not give a fuck. You can't cancel Dave Chappelle. They've tried. Yeah. They try every single time. They tried <laughs> again here. Yeah. Because I did see uh, a complaint about how he didn't mention any black women who died from police violence uh, in this special. And they got mad about that. And I'm like, y'all really, y'all really fucking yeah. digging for straws at this point, man. Y'all, y'all trying to find needle. Y'all just trying to bring him down for no reason at this point. Yeah. But uh, you can't cancel him. He already has enough money for three lifetimes. He don't give a fuck about it. He ain't even got to do canceled. this shit. <laughs> he doesn't have to do anything, man. Like, he stepped away for he, 10 years. He, tur- he turned down 50 million. <laughs> yes. He does not give a fuck about any of this shit, man. So it's refreshing to see that one of the few people left who can actually get away with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I thought it was great, man. Something we needed to see, something that gave a voice to how we all kind of feel as black people watching this shit go down. He kind of perfectly encapsulated it. And he also shitted on shitted on celebrity culture, which I love <laughs> because you know he made a great point. Who gives a fuck what celebrities think right now? Exactly. Or who yeah. cares? Yeah. The streets are talking. So yeah. I thought that was great. The whole thing was great. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend you do. It's yep. called 846. The way it's he not that long. Out. Yeah, it's not yeah. that long. But I watched it this morning. I, I, I cut it on like 7 a.m. I was done by like 7.25. Yeah. So it's super it's quick. short, sweet. To the point. Very good. And I like how he wrapped the 846 into his birthday too, man. That was yeah. crazy. So yeah, or at the 824. The 824th. Well, the 826, he was born at 846. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he was born at 846. And, on eight, eight and, on a what eight twenty four yeah which is Kobe he brought up Kobe yeah yeah so crazy crazy how life and, works and I didn't realize that sh- that shooting in Dallas of the cops mm-hmm. was the same night that Kobe was playing his last game I didn't either yeah he mentioned that I remember I, both of those happening but I don't yeah. remember them being the same night yeah he said he was flipping back and forth and that's yeah. when Kobe hit sixty <laughs> I, I I didn't realize that. <laughs> I don't remember that either. Uh, I remember, yeah. like I said, I remember them both happening, but I don't remember yeah. happening at the same time. So yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy yeah. Yeah. Dave Chappelle has a crazy memory, man. He remembers shit like mm-hmm. perfectly whenever yeah. it happens. <laughs> um. So, yeah, like we said, very good special. Go check it out on YouTube. It's free to watch and it is very, very good. Um. Other things going on right now. So the NBA is talking about coming back. They are aiming for a July 30th uh, return date. Um, I believe they're going to have eight, 22 teams are going to go to Orlando. They're going to play in Disney World, apparently. And they're going to have eight games to see who makes it to the final 16. And in those 16, they're going to have a regular playoff format. And whoever wins, they win. Now, I've already said about three podcasts in a row, I don't like this idea. 
<laughs> I don't think it's legitimate. Whoever wins this shit because it's goofy as hell. <laughs> but whatever. People want basketball back, so whatever. <laughs> but apparently, there's been a little bit of trouble um, between the players who were supposed to be coming back, specifically people like Kyrie Irving, who scheduled a meeting this week to talk about maybe discuss not coming back at all. Mm. You know, the main thing being the fact that basketball will be a distraction right now while people are protesting, advocating for change, trying to get people and things changed in this racist, you know, society we've been living in for so long. <laughs> and he thinks it would be a distraction to the movement. People like Lou Williams have been vocal saying the same thing. He agrees. Um, LeBron James, I think, made a, basically said that he could do both at the same time because he's number one. I bet he, he can. <laughs> I bet yeah. he can. He had a wide open lane for real, for real, man. Yeah. He he was definitely getting to the NBA finals. Yeah, he was the number one seed, I believe, before the whole thing stopped. He was on the road, too. <laughs> yeah. He, he's saying – so – what do you think about this? Do you think their complaint is valid? The fact that some players don't want to come back or at least want to discuss not coming back because of the racial climate plus coronavirus and all that stuff too. Uh, and do you think they should even come back at this point? I think it's kind of valid, man. I'm I'm kind of mad. They never really considered this before, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad they bringing it up a little bit. The only thing I'm worried about is if if they do decide to sit out, let's say some of the big superstars decide to not play and the NBA just say, fuck it, let's not, you know, let's not do it then. Let's just cancel this season. I'm kind of going to be, I'm, I won't be, the, be upset at them, but I will be upset with the reaction because you're going to get a whole bunch of people, maybe some white people, I don't know. That would be like, oh, this is selfish. And, oh, I wanted to watch sports and all of this other. It's going to turn racial. You're going to see more people um, being very vocal about them not deciding to play because of all of this that was going on, the protesting and stuff. That's the one thing I'm kind of worried about, man. I don't, I don't want to see that on my timeline right now. And I feel like more I feel like people are really starving for sports. And if this was to happen, where it's like no NBA for the rest of the year, or at least till, till Christmas, I feel like a lot of people will start bashing these players on top of bashing the uh, the protesters, the whole Black Lives Matter movement because of all of this. I think they will be to blame for it. So I, I really don't want to see this. I kind of hope they do play because I kind of need a break too. And I'm sure I'm sure people will still protest. And I feel like it got a lot of attention. This is the most attention I ever seen it get. So it's it's not swept under the rug, but I feel like this is a clear lane for people to start bashing the protesters, saying this is your fault that the NBA decide decided not to play because of y'all. And I, I really don't want that. Yeah. Um and I, I think if they don't play, it, it wouldn't just be blamed on the fact that uh, the protests are going on. I think it's a lot of things. And the fact is, like, you know, nobody agreed. Nobody really signed up for this to play in this environment, man, to play with the virus still going on and them having to be quarantined and tested every single day and bring only a few family members and be separated from everybody else. Nobody really signed up for this. Um, so I, I have a few minds about it. Uh, 
I do, getting back to what I've been thinking about what's important and what's not right now, um, I think this time has unveiled a lot in terms of what we really need to be watching, if we really need sports at all, honestly. Um, the fact is, like, you could argue that the whole George Floyd thing and all the things we're seeing now might have not happened to this scale if we had the playoffs going on, the NBA playoffs, the finals will be going on around this time, or maybe be done by now. I don't know how it goes, but um, the NBA finals would have just happened. MLB will be heating up right now. Football will be getting back to training camp soon. Things will be happening to distract us from what's going on right now. So you could argue that coronavirus was kind of a blessing in disguise in yeah. the fact that we all took notice of the shit that was happening with George Floyd and we people took action quick. Yeah. You know, so you could argue that in this case, sports would be a distraction. Um, I, I don't know if it would still be a distraction a month from now, because I know how people work and by July 31st or whenever they start again, I think most people will move past this, unfortunately. You know, hopefully there'll still be protesting and demands for change, but it won't be to this height because we don't pay attention to shit for that long yeah. in this country, period, as people. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man. I I, I kind of want it to come back because it would be good to see, you know, basketball again. I love basketball, but these circumstances, and I know we asked, I asked Wade Smith and I asked Charles Amenity. They <laughs> said it would be legit. I just disagree, man. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> so you basically cut the season short, took a whole off season off, and then are doing eight games to get in shape before you go straight into the playoffs. Like, how is that legit, man? Like, how can you respect anybody who wins? Like, this is just going to be that weird year yeah, where people played under quarantine. Yeah, this ain't you know, even a strikeout type of year or a yeah. strike type of season. This is four months off, man. Four yeah. months. Yeah. <laughs> And the basketball season, it, it takes people a long time to get into their best basketball shape, man. The game, the season is 82 games long. Mm -hmm. And people like James Harden, they play most of those games, if not all of them. Yeah. It takes a long time to get. And you never know the, the peaks and valleys of the NBA season, man. The team starts off hot, goes cold. Team goes cold, ends up hot, winning the championship. You never know. Mm -hmm. And you fucking you bring it back now the fucking denver nuggets might win dog yeah that's what i think that's i i still think lebron probably gonna win it if if they do come back but i wouldn't like i wouldn't be surprised if a, a whack-ass team just get hot at the right time and yeah and we didn't even talk about this when if somebody get corona and they can't play and you know anthony davis get corona or yeah. something crazy like that like, it's going to mess everything up, man. Because I don't think it's going to go perfect where, you know, nobody get anything. I, I don't know, man. I just, yeah, I, I you know, I'm, I'm going to still watch it regardless. But it's not the same. People try to make it like it's, it's you know, it's going to be normal. You know, don't worry about it. But it's just like all the other events that happen. Like, the yeah. NFL draft to me wasn't the same, man. Like I didn't, I, I, of course I dealt with it because you know I follow the NFL, but you can't sit here and say, oh yeah, you know it was still it was still good. Like nah, man, it's it's not the same as the or a normal draft. Yeah, 
Like, I like seeing people walk across the stage and, you know, dab up the commissioner and all this other stuff, the real emotion and all that stuff. Like, I don't want to see nobody on their webcam. <laughs> yeah, man. And it's like, like I said, I wouldn't be against it if it came back, but I wouldn't be really upset if they just canceled the whole thing at this point, man. Because the circumstances are just too weird. People have probably not been like it is, people are saying, well, you, you're a millionaire. You got basketball courts in your they could have been trained this whole time. A lot not of people don't have that. Not everybody makes James Harden, uh, LeBron James money, man. The people mm-hmm. on the bench who move from city to city every year, you think they got a whole setup in their crib? Hell, yeah. they've been sitting on the couch eating potato chips, dog. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just think about somebody like a um. Uh, who the guy that just um got traded here not that long? Rick, uh, what was it? Covington, Robert Covington. Yeah, yeah. Like you think he got a basketball court in his house? Yeah, man. He just fucking and got traded like, here. You give him a month to get ready. Yeah, then they, they probably stand in a hotel, play, play eight games, and then go straight to the playoffs. Man, yeah, it's it's too funky for me to respect, dog. And like I said, I wouldn't be against it coming back. But I, I wouldn't be engaged with it like I would be for a real NBA season because I know this shit's janky, man. And yeah. Like you said, it won't be the same viewing experience. So yeah, and, I don't really care, man. And Bring it back or don't. And then, like, just look at the comments. You know, the people like Kyrie Irvin's and, you know, I forgot who else said something too, but some of these people are probably not even comfortable playing. Yeah. So are they really fired up to play? Yeah, you probably got LeBron fired up to play and other people. Mm-hmm. But some people probably like, man, I'm not even in the mood now. I was on the road at first, but until all this stuff happened, I'm not really in the mood now. <laughs> a lot of shit has happened, man. And, and the NBA is supposed to be the progressive league that cares about mental health. <laughs> in this year alone, in the last six months, Kobe Bryant died, coronavirus. Carl Anthony Towns' mom died because of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And now they got the protest with George Floyd going on right now. And it's y'all just saying, niggas, get back to work. It's time yeah. to get, get back on that court. Shut up and dribble. And e- what? And even making them go to Disney World to do it, and they can't go anywhere. So you got to yeah. pretty much stay there for two months, two or three months, and you, you can't go anywhere else outside of that. Yep. Like, who want to do that? <laughs> just imagine. That's what I'm saying. Just imagine in our field where we, uh, you know, we go back to work, and they say, hey, you can't. You can't leave this neighborhood right here. You got to stay here. You can't really see your family. Like, who want to do that? <laughs> like, if you got the choice to say, nah, I'm cool, <laughs> you know, let's just reboot next year. <laughs> I heard people talk about canceling the season when Kobe Bryant died. <laughs> and I, I feel like things are 10 times worse now than they were back then. Yeah. And you're saying go back? Yeah. So I don't know, man. Like I and I also don't like the fact that the players who don't who want to question even coming back are being thrown into the bond. Like they're being sacrificed, man. Like Kyrie Irving is being made to be like the mastermind. The one like if we don't get basketball back, it's gonna be Kyrie Irving's fault. You know, because mm-hmm. he said don't. All we hear from LeBron James is let's go back. All the Lakers are excited, of course. Yeah. But we haven't heard from most of the players, man. Honestly, do they want to come back? They're, the NBA is trying to make it seem like everybody just in a rush to go play basketball again. Yeah, we nah. don't know if that's the case, man. And they're making Kyrie Irving the face of it. 
so he can be the villain that's, if you don't get basketball and, this season. And see, that was my point earlier, man. That's the one thing I'm worried about because he mentioned it's one thing if he just said coronavirus, you can't really say anything about that if you yeah. worried about your health. But when he mentioned the whole protest and all this other stuff, that's like a perfect alley hoop for people to be like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's Kyrie Irving for And all of this stuff, this Black Lives Matter stuff, and th- that's like the perfect alley hoop to find a blame. And that's yeah. that's the one <laughs> that's the one thing I'm worried about. That that's why I kind of hope it happened. That way, it could kind of ease our mind off of it. I don't think it's gonna get swept under the rug or anything like that. But I feel like if it do just get canceled for the rest of the season, that's that's gonna be the excuse because people like Kyrie Irving. Yeah, man, and that's another thing too because they're saying you know if you don't want to play, you don't have to play. Mm-hmm. But that that also makes the whole thing illegitimate because you have people not playing because of concerns about coronavirus and the racism shit going on right now. So it's like it's too much. Like like I said, bring it back or don't. But I won't cry if they don't bring it back. Honestly, it might be better if they don't. You yeah. know, really thinking about it. So yeah, I, I want to see it back. But I, w- I wonder if Kyrie only doing this because his team is like what in uh, the AFC. <laughs> And he know he really don't have a chance. If he was in LeBron position, I wonder if he would actually take that stand. Uh, nah, I, I'm I'm not feeling this. That's a good point. Another good point would be if LeBron James was in the Brooklyn Nets position, would he be so adamant about coming back? Yeah, just imagine. If he didn't have Anthony Davis on his team. Just imagine if um, this whole situation happened last year when the yeah. Lakers was trash. LeBron ain't. About to be first in line, like, yeah, Hell let's play. He going to say, fuck this season. <laughs> like, let's Hell just yeah. start, let's I start next year. I don't know if he say, fuck this season, but he, I don't think he'd be this vocal about yeah. we need to come back, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it definitely matters the fact that there are some teams who are, like, at the bottom of the 22 <laughs> who are like, what's even the point of me <laughs> uprooting my life at this point to go back and play a couple games and then go right back home? Yeah, man. You, you know, you know so. I'm I'm a Cavs fan, so me, I'm like, ah, eh, we can we can we can start next year. <laughs> like, what the you fuck is the rap, man? Yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, I get it. I, I I totally get it, man. If you in Kyrie Irving position, because Durant is not playing, Durant yeah. probably played next year, and they probably be a number one seed. So shit, fuck this season, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I don't really care anymore, man. Like when it in March, I was fucking like like let's bring it back right now. I don't care how they play it. <laughs> but at this point now, I really don't care, man. Wait till this this fucking cancel the whole thing at this point. I I really don't care. Yeah. Like I, I won't say I won't watch it. They bring it back, but I wonder I if care. it's an owner's thing where they you know they trying to get that money. I think it's an owners slash ESPN slash TNT thing. Mm. They don't want to give up all the revenue from ads from not having any basketball for the rest of the year until next season. Mm -hmm. So I do think they're pressing this too. And that's part of the problem, you know, corporate interest versus personal interest. Yeah. The players are the one on the court. The owners ain't going to be there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The CEO of ESPN ain't going to be there. Yeah. So it's the players putting themselves on the line and, Maybe some some don't think it's worth it. So I don't know, man, but we'll see. I still think the NBA comes back, but it'll yeah. be interesting to see how it comes back. And if some players, I hope they don't 
fucking blacklist some players or trash some players for not coming back because I think they should be respected too. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, so let's do a general recap of things that have happened uh, after the whole George Floyd situation, uh, things that have happened uh, in terms of trying to make change in our society, um, change how we see Black people. And uh, some of it, I think, is good intention. Some of it, I think, you know, the brands are jumping on the bandwagon. Uh, but they did have George Floyd's funeral um, this past week. Um, a lot of people came. A lot of people showed up. Seemed like a, I, I have mixed thoughts about it, I'll be <laughs> honest. Um, on one hand, I'm glad that him and his family got this, you know, grand funeral for their loved one who was killed in the most unfortunate way pretty much possible. But I also have some problems with how many people were there in one confined space where we're supposedly having a pandemic still going on right now. Nothing has changed. And we know it disproportionately affects black people according to statistics. So it's a lot of people, that church was packed, man. man. It was packed. And not only that, it was a star-studded event. Yeah, Neo <laughs> with Neo singing. Um, who else? It was a re- Channing Tatum was there. <laughs> like, what the fuck is yeah. Channing Tatum coming to George Floyd's funeral for? The McNairs were there. The Texans, okay, I get it. They're already in Houston. That's fine. Yeah, it's a but Houston thing. Jamie Fox, I know he's been involved. He's from Texas, but he doesn't live here anymore. So you're having people fly in from other states <laughs> yeah. to come to this funeral. And I, I, I had a bad feeling about it, man. I feel like George Floyd's death is being exploited at this point, dog. Yeah. Joe Biden making speeches during it, fucking yeah. Al Sharpton getting up there. It, it, it feels a little like they're making it political, dog. Yeah. And, and they're using it to just be seen. I also feel like Hollywood hasn't had a big event in a long time. <laughs> so some people use this as an excuse to get outside and mix it up. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I, I I felt uncomfortable watching it, man. I didn't like the visuals of what I saw. Yeah. During the funeral. And I, I mentioned that when it first happened, man. Remember we talked about how weird it felt like this one. We've seen deaths on cameras for the past 10 years. This yeah. one felt different where a lot of people were speaking out on it. And I kind of had a problem at the beginning because I felt like you, you had that one person speak out on it and saying this was wrong. And I felt like people was like, oh, yeah, let, let me say something. I need to say something, too. And I felt like people was just saying it because everybody else was doing it. And, you know, they would look bad if they don't. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this these are one of the, the – uh, it's one of this this type of situation where – you got people in it for the wrong reason. And like I said, I'm glad that is, you know, is in the, um, I'm glad this is in the front. I'm glad people talking about it because at one point with nobody saying shit. So, you know, I can't be mad at the people just talking about it, but I can't sit here and say, Oh yeah, it's getting better because Channing Tatum is there. Mm -hmm. Like, nah, I'll be sure was there dog. Yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> like what was this man i don't know don't man. be crazy yeah and then and then to me where with 
I guess, this getting all this attention. Then you got the other people on Twitter and social media saying, oh, yeah, he wasn't a hero and all this other stuff. So that was kind of irritating me as well. But I think I think people are I think it's a lot of people that that is in it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> they doing yes. it. It's, it's a trending topic. I, I hate to put it that way, but no, it's, it is. it's a trending topic. All the bit celebrities saying it, so they going out the way to say something to and black their profile and all this other stuff. And it's like, it's kind of irritating because this shit been happening for the past 10 years. I'm just talking about the cell phone murders. And that was on the cell phones. This shit been happening for the past 10 years. So now it's like, hey, yeah, I stand with the family. Let me go to the funeral. And it's like, man, this, this shit don't mean nothing if you ain't really putting in work and trying to really make a change. No, you're right, man. It has become a trending topic. I think people have seen George Floyd. They think about less of the man now, and they think more of a brand. You know, we call the protest the George Floyd protest. We call the uh, fucking, they made a George Floyd day here in Texas. I've seen that, and I'm, yeah. I'm like, okay. And it's a lot, in Harris County. Yeah. And it's like, they're they're making it more, of a branding thing than it is about the person. Cause I, I doubt five, if you bring, if you, everybody knows George Floyd's name, but most people don't know anything about him. Exactly. It's not like Martin Luther King where everybody knew shit about Martin Luther King, but it, they made his name into a brand almost. And it's, yeah. I don't like to see it. It's disturbing to me. Yeah. But the, the one thing, the, the one thing I will say though, man, I, I can't, I don't see this cop getting off light. <laughs> Usually, you know, in the beginning, I was like, uh, yeah, you know, the cop going to get off in like two years and go into hiding. But I feel like the good thing about this is it will be hell if this cop get off with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> or it, it, even if he get like two years or something like that, I think it will be hell. So I, I do think this cop is going to jail for the rest of his life because of this. It's like he he really, I, I feel like he really got no choice. Not him, not that he do have a choice, but I feel like the case, you got to send send this dude away because it's, it's not like a lot of people don't know about this. Everybody said it was wrong. He, here's the thing, man. And I, I was, this is why I'm prepared for the worst. I actually think the opposite. I think he very well, he might even walk, honestly. Um, I don't know if he will just because of the implications of what would happen if he did. But I was reading something earlier that basically said, you know, yeah, everybody knows what this dude did was horrible, but legally the police have the right to do that shit. So mm. it could be argued that he was fucking following protocol. And if he was following protocol, it's hard to convict somebody of murder when they're yeah. doing what the rule book allows you to. And that's why the whole institution of police is fucked up, man. Mm -hmm. So honestly, I, I'm prepared for the worst. I'm prepared for them to say this man is innocent of all charges and he's going to walk, you know? Man the country is going to fucking burn down if that happens. Yeah. And I think because of that, he'll get at least a few years, yeah. but I don't think he's going to get life in prison. Yeah. I it could be argued he was just doing his fucking job. 
I still I still think the country would burn down if he get like let's say he get like four years. I think people yeah. will still be upset, man. Yeah. <laughs> like because clearly a lot of people not saying, oh, he, you know, he died. No, people calling it murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people saying he murdered a black man. So I I I still think that's a bad sign. I feel, I feel like a lot of people was upset that the um remember the cop that ran into this black guy house and shot him shot and killed him and she mm-hmm. she said she thought it was her house. Yeah. Yeah. She only got like what 8 years? Yeah, and the fucking she, family she, fucking came out and forgave her. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, but she only got like 8 years. So I I think it would be crazy if he get like two years and probation for 12 years or something like that. I'm saying, man, I'm prepared for it because the way he was killed, he didn't use a gun. Yeah. It it was a, and there's been a whole lot. We've even seen after the incident happened, police putting their neck, their knee on people's necks. Yeah. They allow it. Yeah. And now they're writing it and saying you can't do that, but it's fucking too late now. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I'm prepared for the worst. But <laughs> speaking of the knee, got to talk about this right now. <laughs> oh, because man. uh Bill O'Brien said that he made a whole and you know, I will say what Bill O'Brien said sounds legitimate. We talked about it with, with with Wade Smith too. Wade Smith said he was impressed as well. Um but Bill O'Brien, I guess he was asked if he would take a knee um, for the anthem uh, during this NFL season, this upcoming NFL season, he said he would because it's not about just disrespecting the flag. It's about, you know, what well, we know what it's about. I don't have to yeah. tell y'all. y'all. If you're yeah. listening, you fucking know what the kneeling is about. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say this. Unless though, you man. drew Brees. <laughs> yeah. You don't know shit, apparently. <laughs> but I want to say this, man. We talked about this years ago on the podcast, I feel. We've got to bring it up again. The knee is fucking played. Taking the knee is played out, dog. Yeah. It literally means nothing right now. Yeah. I just got a notification pretty much saying Baker Mayfield will kneel. It's like who? It don't even matter at this point, man. Like, we know what it's about. The kneeling was played out when Jerry Jones and Ray Lewis (laughs) and all these corny motherfuckers who didn't even (laughs) believe in it started doing it for the photo op. Yeah. And at that point, it completely it lost all meaning after Kaepernick was blackballed. And I will say this as well, man. Like it's even worse now with the whole the way George Floyd was killed. He was <laughs> killed by somebody kneeling Taking on his knee. neck. Yes. And so in tribute, you know what people do now? They take a knee for eight minutes and forty six seconds. Yeah. So basically, you're acting out how he was killed. Yeah, you don't know how I didn't this even looks. think about that. Yeah, I didn't even think that, about that part. <laughs> that's what they're. It looks. It, it looks bad, man. Like that's how he was killed, and you're reenacting it basically, for the exact time it took to kill him. Mm-hmm. And so the knee take a knee thing is fucking over. I don't care about anybody taking a knee. I don't <laughs> want to see anybody taking a knee anymore. Like we're standing up now, dog. Yeah, to me this <laughs> we're is standing up for our rights. To me, this is like dabbing. Dabbing yes. is played out now. Like you just, like who cares? Th- this is when dabbing was. I don't want to say at this peak, but when it went commercial. Mm-hmm. When at this point now, this is Chris 
Chris Carter talking about babbing. Babbing, yep. yeah. <laughs> this is where it's at right now with kneeling. Yes. <laughs> like I, the, the, I, f- I feel like I feel like we got the point across with kneeling. Like that was the whole purpose is to bring awareness. I feel like everyone is aware at this point. I couldn't say that two years ago, but now I feel like everyone is aware. <laughs> so I, I and it it was never about the flag in the first mm-hmm. place. So is it? I don't, you just don't need to kneel. I feel like a lot of people, uh, a lot of players are doing it now because if they don't, they're gonna look like a Drew a Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like people force the kneel. <laughs> yeah. So and and I hate the simple fact that like fans are calling players out like, oh, are you kneeling? Are you for it? Mm-hmm. And now everybody about to be doing it. And it, and even the knee itself was a compromise, man. Like honestly, I liked Kaepernick it better when Kaepernick down. just sat down during the shit. <laughs> I liked it a lot better when he just that sat down disrespectful. during the anthem. But now he he had to talk to a marine, and he thought it would be more respectful. So basically, you're 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 disrespecting and showing respect at the same time, which makes no sense. But yeah. like I I I understood the mentality behind it. But it's played out, man. I don't want to see kneeling anymore. I don't like seeing kneeling at the protests. It does nothing, and like I said, it emulates the way the man was killed. And I don't want to see that shit, man. So yeah, remember Marshawn Lynch was um, remember Marshawn Lynch was sitting on the bench eating a banana. Yeah, <laughs> talk about disrespect. I I kind of cringe when I seen that. I ain't gonna lie, man. <laughs> oh man, and that one dude, what, Michael Blackson, what what was that the guy's name? That comedian, like oh, he yeah. was in the stands. He rolled out an entire blanket and took a nap <laughs> during the anthem, dog. I was, <laughs> I was rolling. I will be scared. But, uh, I will be scared to do that shit in Texas, man. <laughs> oh yeah, people will try to fuck you up, probably. Man, Cleveland. It, I, I don't want to speak for all people, but it wasn't a big of a deal like it is in Texas. That anthem come on, you know, you might stand up and do maybe do this, but um, here they like tap you on the shoulder like shh. <laughs> like, people get mad if you don't take your fucking hat off. Yeah, man, man. it was man, like it was people in the bathroom doing this, man. Oh, I'm like, God. come on, man! Like, it's <laughs> my grandfather people died for this. He fought for this I'm country. Sorry. That's just ridiculous, dog. <laughs> But that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. I digress. <laughs> other things on the menu now, man. Um, shit. So other things that have happened after, uh, you know, this whole racial awakening, which I guess we can call it now, several organizations have taken steps to basically change the way they operate. NASCAR removed the Confederate flag from all their events which I didn't even know they still allowed, which was crazy. <laughs> but uh, they have uh, made a statement that they are removing all this shit. Now, I will say um, the head of NASCAR got on first take in ESPN shows. And what he said sounds legit, man. Like, it sounds like he gets it. It doesn't sound like he's just doing it to appease, you know, to go along with the trend. Yeah. Because he he came out and he said, like, look, Y'all are talking about his heritage and history and all this stuff, but he admitted his parent, his family, he's descended from slave owners. Mm. And he's like, yeah, I live that. We came from that lifestyle in the South and that flag is racist. (laughs) No, he said it stands for slavery and we're not going to allow it. You know? So he was legit about what he was saying. He was like, if you want to watch NASCAR no more then don't watch it. 
you know, and it's fucking NASCAR. So yeah, you see, don't take a big hit. You right? seen that NASCAR um, player um, decide to walk away from NASCAR? Oh, the guy who never won. Yeah, who, yeah, who was like 0-52. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they really going to miss him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, Bubba Watson, the black driver, had a Black Lives Matter car, which is kind of corny, but whatever. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a black person in NASCAR. Yeah, Bubba <laughs> Watson. His name is Bubba, so that's why you probably didn't know he was black. But, <laughs> yeah, there is one black, uh, one good black driver. I won't say there's only one. There's one good enough to where we know his name, Bubba Watson. Mm. But uh, so, yeah, they removed the Confederate flag from NASCAR, and rednecks are very upset. <laughs> also, uh, damn, I Democrats, forgot. I was about to say. Oh, I, I was about was to. Nan- oh, I was about to say real quick. I. The the whole Confederate flag thing, I never really understood it. Like I know the history, but w- we talked about this a little bit on the show on In the Loop on Sports Radio sixteen, mm-hmm. and it was it was quite a f- quite a few people calling in saying, "Oh, that's not a racist flag." Yeah. And the thing that really surprised me, it was a couple black people that called in and said it it's not a racist flag and tried to break it down to me. Yeah, they're cones. I- <laughs> Don't listen to them. I don't know, man. It, it, it was always confusing to me, man. So I I don't even talk about that flag. <laughs> All I know is whenever I see it, it's like a bunch of white people. And you can tell they racist as hell. Here's the thing about the flag, man. And there's been some rewriting of history. Even the way we learned about the Civil War in, in school is different from how it actually happened. Oh, 100%. Um, most people, like, when they teach you the about the Confederacy in school, they act like it was mainly about the fact that the states wanted their own rights. They didn't want to have to yield to the president or who They wanted to do their own thing and have their own governments and have autonomy over how they run their state, which is fine. I get that. But the Civil War was about slavery. <laughs> it, it was. Yeah. There's no getting around that. People were trying they, to escape the, to the North to, uh, to yes. get away from slavery. The South, the Southern states seceded from the United States because they wanted to own slaves. Was <laughs> that the only reason? No, but that was the main reason. <laughs> they knew slavery was ending and they didn't want it to end. It was about slavery. There's no getting around it, man. People try to remix it and say, no, it's really about us just fighting for our rights. So the right to own slaves. That was the main thing, man. So yes, it's fucking yeah. racist to fly that flag. And not even just that. Like, you are a traitor to the United States if you secede and go to war with your own nation. Yeah. You know, so that that's like a traitorous flag. Like, for example, uh, Nazi Germany, like Germany banned the Nazi flag and all that shit. It's mm-hmm. criminal to even be a Nazi. You can't even talk about Germany. it for real. For you people don't even like it. to talk about it. You can't fly the flag. They'll throw you in jail, dog. Mm. And that's what should have happened after the Civil War. Yeah. You know, that was treason. You're going against your own nation and fighting your own people over slavery. <laughs> but That know, sounds so wild, to, man. <laughs> they fucking remixed it, man. They're trying to act like it was some heroic act where they were fighting for their rights. They put the fucking car on Dukes of Hazzard with the Confederate flag and shit. They made it into 
what sounded like a more endearing concept about like history who were like good yeah, history. Who, yeah. who were take the underdogs were fighting for their rights against <laughs> the big bad government <laughs> but it wasn't that man it was about slavery <laughs> and it was racist and it should be banned and anybody flying that shit should be in jail so mm-hmm. i agree man. man but sports radio <laughs> listeners you know what they are man and <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna have a hard time convincing them unfortunately <laughs> not all y'all of course you know yeah. but some of y'all yeah because y'all, y'all ain't even listening right now but <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh the Democrats coming out with the fucking African colors. I don't have nothing else to say about that. That, that was so embarrassing, man. <laughs> it was very embarrassing, man. And the Black Caucus actually came up with that idea, which is fucking embarrassing. Yeah. Like, that's the type of shit that made me not want to vote. Like, yes. I don't want to be part of no voting. I don't want to be part of no government or politics. Like I really want to use Jay Z line and say "fuck politics." We we politic ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw that, I thought of, I thought of that line. Yes. Like, just think about it. We actually vote voting for these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all them niggas that was kneeling <laughs> with that shit on, we got to fucking vote for them in November, <laughs> or vote yeah. for one of them. And their whole pitch is, well, we at least we ain't Republicans. At yeah. least we ain't Trump. Like that's your whole sales pitch, really? Yeah, I think I think back in the day, I think that was cool to do that. You know, just vote Democrat, just vote Democrat. I feel like now people kind of waking up a little bit where there's where yeah. it's like, nah, like we not buying that shit. Like I know it's Hillary and Trump, but nah, we not nah, we not really fucking with Hillary just because just because we black <laughs> don't mean we gotta fuck with you. Like we don't give a damn if Bill Clinton played the saxophone. Like I think I think a lot of people waking up now and calling the bullshit. And that's one thing I hope that changes, man. This whole two party system is fucked up, and it needs to go. You know, it's outdated. It may have worked when we fucking fucking were made of farmers and nobody actually had technology and shit. But yeah. now it's like it, we're too diverse a nation to only have two parties that matter in yeah. this country. And that shit has to go, man. And I think it might, if this election goes crazy as it might, <laughs> November is going to be a fucking mess, man. I, I advise anybody to get your mental health right while you can. I, I November is going to be a fucking madness. Just think about this too. I meant to ask this the way last week. Remember, uh, so if everything is on schedule, the NFL should be playing around that time. Yeah. So you know it's about to be a bunch of niggas kneeling in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And Trump is trying to get back in office <laughs> for the next four years. So you know it's about to be all type of bullshit. You're yeah. going to see all type of tweets. You you see Trump is holding a rally on Juneteenth. <laughs> yeah, but he moved that. He moved it. Oh, did he just move it recently? Yeah, okay. yeah he moved it. Okay. But you about to see all type of bullshit. It's about to be the NFL versus Trump, Don, uh, yeah. President Trump. So it's, it's, I also it's thought ugly. the NFL making Juneteenth a holiday was weird. Oh, did they do that? I didn't know they did yeah. that. They made it a day of reflection, they said. And it's the league offices are closed. I'm I'm like, not buying that, man. That's a day off, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not buying that at all. <laughs> it's one thing if you maybe hold... Host an event, which would still be kind of weird. 
Like, what mm-hmm. kind of event y'all gonna put on for Juneteenth? But to me, that's the day off. That's that's kind of like when the record labels did that Blackout Tuesday. Yeah, and they say we get we you know we're not working on Tuesday. That's the day off. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like anybody take a day off. We take We're posting a black square and taking off we, social media. We day. take days off for Columbus Day. <laughs> mm-hmm. If your job was closed on Columbus Day, you're you're not come you're staying at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not about to come in to work and not celebrate it. So it's a day to reflect, Figgy. They gotta <laughs> reflect on black pain. Man. <laughs> and the weird thing, people brought this up too. It's weird how they're trying to make Juneteenth a national thing when before it was only a Texas thing, really. Really? Okay. It refers to something that happened in Galveston when slaves in Texas learned they were free three years after the Emancipation Proclamation, which is fucked up. Yeah. Why I don't want to celebrate it because it's like, why are you celebrating black people getting their freedom three years after the fact that they should have been free? They should have been free. Yeah. So... (laughs) I'm like, are we celebrating that? I don't know. It's it's funking to me, man. And I never liked the holiday. Like, yeah. I like what it represents, white people coming together and celebrating something. But the circumstances of the celebration, I was never really, I never really understood why it deserved a celebration. But whatever. That, that and I'm, just a side note, I'm not really, I'm not ready for the conversations of the y'all celebrating the Fourth of July. I'm not ready for that, man. Like, oh yeah, I'm, it's coming. It's I'm, coming. I'm tired of that because I tell people all the time. Like, I think the only reason black people really celebrate it is because it's a day off, and everybody, all their family is off that day, so they all get together and cook and you know chill. Ain't nobody celebrating the freedom, <laughs> freedom they got because it's the Fourth of July. Say, oh yeah, you know, back in 1796 and. You know, our country was free, so that's why we're barbecuing and doing fireworks. Now, I, I, I feel like black people look at it as a day off and everybody get together. They're not actually celebrating the 4th of July. <laughs> so pe- yes. people try to make it like, oh, you celebrating the white man's holiday. And mm-hmm. like, you can, you can have July 5th off or any other, let's say October 5th. You can have that day off. If everybody had that day off and barbecue pit that day to barbecue, it would still be the same thing. It's not like they going back on history to to say, yeah, let's celebrate, you know, the freedom and all this other stuff. Don't don't nobody really give a shit about that. Here's the thing, man. Whenever you have a holiday where everybody is off, they're not gonna celebrate the <laughs> holiday and the meaning of the holiday itself. They're gonna <laughs> fucking party. Yes. That's what they do. And that's what they do during Martin Luther King Day, too. You know, there's not a whole lot of black. I mean, some people do do it. I'm not going to say everybody. But for the most part, it's kind of like July 4th. People barbecuing, relaxing, chilling with family. And and that's part of the reason why some people don't want to make 9-11 a holiday. You know, because if they did that, they celebrate 9-11 sales. Yes. (laughs) Fucking 9-11, everybody just cooking, having a good time. Uh, and the same thing, like with Thanksgiving too, they get the same complaints. People say you you celebrate Thanksgiving, you know, the day the white man came and took the Native Americans' land. I'm like, okay. And if you look back, the actual tradition of Thanksgiving, what it came from, is really fucked up. And Columbus and all them, like, yeah. they really they were really fucked up, man. Yeah. But at the same time, we're not celebrating the fact that. It was Christopher Columbus <laughs> we, we not, and this all this shit. Yes. We don't care. We're not celebrating we the fucking pilgrims. 
<laughs> niggas just want to eat and watch NFL, dog. That's, that's a, all they do. That's a day off. Everybody is that's, off. Grandma's cooking. Everybody yes. come over here. If it, if we had another, I, I tell people this all the time. If Juneteenth was a national holiday where they had drink specials, everybody mm-hmm. was off. Everybody would celebrate that day. Yes, but and, like it's hard to just take off of work because it's it's not an official off day, so it's hard to take that day off and celebrate like that. Everybody not off that day. Yeah. So of course it's gonna look like nobody cares, but like ain't nobody celebrating these holidays because of the simple fact that oh you know the pilgrims uh, arrive on the Mayflower this day, so mm. let's honor the pilgrims. Don't nobody give a shit about that. The only yes. the only holidays people probably really care about is Christmas, the uh, holidays like that, and maybe uh, um, pr- probably Easter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and half the time, I, I feel like people. Really don't care about those holidays for real, <laughs> yeah. Because they like nobody cares about the meaning behind it anymore. Yeah, man, the, really. the, the meaning do, but most don't. the meaning of Christmas, people, that's way far gone. It's yes. all about getting these sales, you know, making sure your kids got a good Christmas. Easter is Watching about NBA. Yes, Easter is about <laughs> going to church once a year, that one time mm-hmm. <laughs> a year, and going to grandma's house all dressed up and all this other stuff. <laughs> Easter is like the only holiday that we kind of actually truly celebrate because <laughs> people do go to church during that day. Yeah. Anything else, man, it's like we're just partying. And so when you say <laughs> don't celebrate July 4th or don't celebrate Thanksgiving, what does that mean? Are you going to work? Like, what are you going <laughs> to do to not celebrate? Yeah. What can you do? Not eat, not go to a party? Like, what yeah. are you going to do to not celebrate July 4th or Thanksgiving? Yeah, like it makes no sense, man. So, yeah, we're not watching documentaries honoring Christopher yeah. Columbus. <laughs> like niggas is off work, grandma cook, chilling, cooking. We going over there and we watching football. Yeah, <laughs> I was at the Point Blank concert and these uh, black Israelite rappers were saying, "Fuck Thanksgiving! If you celebrate Thanksgiving, you're a coon." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> right. so what do you do? All right, you go on to Thanksgiving. Work. You go to work that you day, then, buddy. <laughs> Your, yeah. your mama cooking Thanksgiving turkey and ham and all this shit, and you like nah, <laughs> oh, nah. Yeah, I just I just want people to realize we are not actually celebrating that holiday like that. Yeah, because I I guarantee if it was a holiday where we wasn't off, people are not taking off that day to celebrate it. Mm-hmm. And people get mad about that too. Like on Memorial Day, they're like, I know all you guys are having fun. You're not even remembering the fact that our our people died, our our forefathers died for this country. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing good for them. Yeah, you no, want I'm some ribs? Day off and- <laughs> <laughs> you come, you want to play? <laughs> yes, yeah. They get heated when you talk about Memorial Day, man. Like, like I just don't get what what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to be sad the whole day? <laughs> I mean, like, no, no. Honestly, what are you supposed to do? Like, it's a they get they gave everybody that day off, yeah. And that day off is usually a a, a um a moment for people to get together. So you need a whole day to remember the veterans of this country who fought in wars. I could do that in a minute, and yeah. then have the rest of the day, yeah, fucking eat ribs and shit, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know. I just had yeah. to get that ran out, man. I, it's, no, I right, know it's man. coming. 
But yeah, people going. It is. People probably gonna call us coons for uh, <laughs> making a play. <laughs> Other things that happened: uh, the Grammys finally changed the best urban contemporary album category to best progressive R and B album. Um, I also think this is something that Tyler the Creator was talking about um, when he won his Grammy. I think he won it for the best rap album, but he didn't have a rap album. Yeah. And he was kind of bringing up the fact that, you know, they put these labels like urban when they really mean black. You know? Yeah. And is the, he brought that up. So the Grammys finally changed this. Um, yeah, I thought that was outdated and weird to call something a category urban. Yeah. You know, you, but I still don't really get what that's supposed to mean. Maybe it means that white people can win it now. Best yeah. contemporary R and B album, but yeah. I'm down with it, man. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I never really care for the word urban. I know I use it sometimes because mm-hmm. I don't know another word to use. But I feel like urban is just another word, a, a proper word for black. Yeah, like I don't like the simple fact that Radio One changed their name it's to Urban, urban One. Demographic. Urban or their station is or the company is called Urban One. Oh wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, they changed it like that. yeah, yeah. It's not. It's technically not Radio One anymore. Oh, it, shit. it been I like didn't that. Know that. Yeah, it been like That's crazy. Let, yeah, let me double check. But yeah, I think it changed it to um, Urban One. But I don't know. I, I I just never liked that word. So I I I, th- I think it's cool, but. I think that's a clear path for um, Robin Thicke or somebody yes. like that to win, <laughs> which would piss everybody off. <laughs> yeah, just generally going to slide in and take the first uh, contemporary or uh, best progressive R&B album. Yeah. Don't go to Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, also uh, the show. Oh, go also ahead. the show. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, I was just confirming. Yeah, it's called, um, it's still called Radio One, but it got Urban One on here. Oh, that's weird. I didn't yeah. even know that happened. That's crazy. UrbanOne.com. <laughs> you can tell a white man owns that station, but whatever. <laughs> or that whole cluster. Um, anyway, uh, also the TV show Cops, which I didn't know was still running, but I, apparently I it either. is. Yeah. They canceled that shit. Damn, man. <laughs> I'm not going to front like I haven't watched a Cops marathon in my life, <laughs> but given what's going on, like, I think the way we perceive cops and how they do their job is going to look a lot more funny in the light, considering the fact that we know how they really get down, even yeah. when the cameras are rolling. So <laughs> I- I'm cool with it. I never watched the show. I have watched the show probably in 10 <laughs> years. Damn. I didn't know it was still on. The only good thing that came out of that show was a the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> that theme song gets you hyped. Yeah. <laughs> but... There you go. Um, <laughs> yep. And see, all this shit looks fucked up now, man. Honestly, <laughs> we used to watch this shit and laugh. Yeah. Now look at it, man. They tasing people, tackling people, chokeholding people. Like it's <laughs> fucked up, actually. It, it it really is. It look wild, man. <laughs> yeah, man. And dog, we are gonna see a whole shift. Like that show Brooklyn Nine Nine about the cops. Yeah. They're either gonna cancel that shit or change it to something completely different. Yeah, it's it's gonna be super sensitive now because I know law. I don't want to. I don't want to say it's Law and Order, but Law and Order always had them episodes where they got the gangster and all this yeah. other shit. It's always a black person, but they do switch it up a little bit. They do have some white collar crimes. They do have some some um 
some sleazy white dudes that's committing crime. But yeah, I I, I think we're gonna look at all these type of shows different now. Yeah. <laughs> I think we might we might be at the death of the cop show, man, honestly. Yeah, they can't I, don't think I think they canceled see. the other show. What what was the other uh I think it was live something. I forgot the name of the show, but it was it was somewhat like a uh newer cops. I forgot the name oh, of the okay. show. Yeah. Was it a rescue nine one one or something? Not or rescue. Something like that. It was. I forget. Yeah, it was something like that. But it was. Oh, live PD. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah. canceled live PD too. But yeah, this shit, this shit just look wild, man. It does, man. And like <laughs> I'm telling you, like we are the cops being the good guy shows and movies might be dead for a while, maybe forever. Yeah. I don't know. But. <laughs> Yeah, that, that that intro looks crazy. Man. Uh, at it. I'm trying it's to look like, for another episode, man. People's asses. Yeah. <laughs> and we used to laugh at that shit, man. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, he got him. Yeah. Now it looks fucked up, dog. And there's a whole, I recently learned this, too. There's a whole podcast about how messed up the show Cops is look at and how shit. they prey on people. See, look at that shit, man. We thought that shit was funny. <laughs> chasing people, tasing people. This nigga running for his life. Yeah, look. This cop trying to beat his ass down. See, man, we thought yeah. this shit was funny back in the day. Yeah. Ain't nothing funny about that now, man. Yeah, it's kind of sad. And, and, like, to be fair, man, they do have a dangerous job. I ain't trying to be that person. Now, yeah. Oh, yeah, they putting their lives on the line because they are. But a lot of this stuff, man, these people don't, they literally don't be doing nothing. Mm-hmm. As soon as they say, hey, what did I do? What did I? And then they just tackle yeah. them <laughs> or tell them. don't understand. Like, black people naturally run from the police, even if yeah. we ain't done shit wrong. We going to run when we see the police. Yeah. Like, look, that, like that dude, like, why did you have to pull him out the car like that? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude had his hands up. And some of these people have mental issues too, man. Like it's really fucked up, dog. And this show, looking back, this show is really fucked up, dog. So yeah, good thing they canceled it. Yeah. Um, you probably find a rerun still on certain stations, but yeah, I kind of want. I'm not crying tears for it. It's yeah. about time for that show to go. <laughs> I kind of want to go back and look at it now. I don't because I know I won't be able to handle it. I'll look at things a whole different way now, and I'll be like, man. They terrorize these people for no reason. Well, not no reason sometimes, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's very violent and very, given George Floyd death, very disturbing. Because I bet you you'll see people with their neck, knee on people's necks. I yeah. bet you don't see that. Oh, a whole lot of show yeah. looking back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, other things. Oh, yeah. Ice Cube and fucking Terry Crews on Twitter. Man. Uh, so Ice Cube has gone. I don't know what the fuck happened to Ice Cube, dog. People thought he was hacked, <laughs> but he's been tweeting like this for the past week now. Yeah, he's basically been tweeting nonstop ever since the whole George Floyd thing happened, and he's been going deeper and deeper down a rabbit hole, dog, <laughs> with these conspiracy theories, blaming the Jews, uh, posting these weird images and all kinds of shit, man. Yeah, so. I don't know what's going on with him. Some some of it is legit what he's posting. Some of it is like crazy conspiracy theory shit. And yeah. I'm a conspiracy theorist. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is though, man, I don't think people really understood who Ice Cube is because they only know him as Are we the there yet? Ice Cube. Yeah. They know uh today was a good day and they know Are We There Yet? 
Yeah. His his Hell album no. was called America's what with KKK in it. Yes. <laughs> so he That's always like, been like this. He's been rap. He he started off rapping basically what he's tweeting now. Yeah. People didn't know because he toned it down a whole lot for Disney and all that shit. Yeah. But he's always been this type of dude, man. So people thought he was hacked. I'm like, nah, that's just cute. Wild. <laughs> I, I'm surprised he's still going this hard. Yeah. I had to unfollow him because he's tweeting way too much. <laughs> I had to unfollow him, man. But yeah, he got yeah, receipts though, man. He 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 definitely got the receipts. Yeah, he was he was up in all type of pictures. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, okay. he's been on it, man. And I wonder what he's been doing. Mm. I don't know if he's just trapped at home all day, but he's been tweeting like every hour on the hour, dog, <laughs> like several times in a row. And mm. I had to unfollow him just because he got too much. <laughs> yeah, he have all that shit every single minute. Yeah. Uh, uh, real um, quick, real quick side note. I love uh, during this whole thing. I love how people you, you've seen the whole thing where people always sit you with the is this you whenever they tweet somebody tweet yeah. like black lives matter blah 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 and they have a video Find of it. some coon shit yeah yep. this you and they saying the most coonish shit my favorite was with Ray Lewis <laughs> Ray Lewis saying all this black lives matter type stuff and they up the video yeah. is this you him talking about all lives matter and whatever the fuck he was saying that shit was hilarious. I found that shit hilarious. <laughs> People yeah, doing that. I love that trend, man. That's <laughs> they, hilarious. They, and they kind of need to keep that going, man. I wouldn't mind that no, going for do. another two, two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah, like you said, people jumping on the bandwagon, man, and just doing it because it's hot. But we got receipts, and we know <laughs> yes. we tweeted some anti-black shit or some racist shit or some goofy shit before, and they gonna find it, man. <laughs> the funny thing is, the shit happened like maybe two years ago. With them, mm-hmm. you know, doing shit like that. It wasn't like it was 2005. 2011, yeah. Yeah. Like, the shit happened, like, a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's hilarious, man. My favorite was with the the um, Shut Up and Dribble lady. <laughs> that lady when she was... Oh, t- yeah. When she was Laura talking Ingram about... Or whatever her name is. Yeah, she was talking about, oh, Drew Brees, he have a, you know, he had a, a right to his opinion, blah, blah, blah. But, shit, uh, two months ago, she was just telling him, don't nobody want to hear from you athletes. Yep. So exactly. that was hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah, it was. And I like that trend. Um, it's you. <laughs> also on Twitter, uh, Terry Crews, who is an absolute insane person. <laughs> like, I have no other way to describe him. He's fucking just a fucking weirdo, man. Uh, he, ha- of course, in- there is no controversy without his dumbass opinion. <laughs> It wouldn't be right until he said something dumb about it. Yeah. And he got on Twitter and he said, defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. Like it or not, we are all in this together. Now, I don't know what he was talking about here, what he was referring to, or why he even said it. (laughs) But of course, people tore this apart. You know, what instance of black supremacy have we ever had in this country none at all ever so very very tone deaf tweet and he doubled down on it like he does on all this shit terry cruz has had weird opinions ever since he came out as basically a a, a me too victim yeah when he said some old guy at a hollywood party like grabbed his balls in front of his wife (laughs) in front of his wife and everybody yeah and ever since then, he's been like he got canceled by LGBT people by saying that uh, 
no family, no, no woman can really raise a son without a man in his life, you know, <laughs> and that a man is important. And I kind of agree with that. But he also said some other crazy shit. I can't remember all of it now, but yeah. he always has some dumbass opinion lately whenever some shit happens and he gets canceled all over again for it. Mm-hmm. So this is another cycle of that. Terry Crews is fucking insane, man. That's all I got to say. I, I wonder if I, I'm starting to think maybe white people got something on them. Because it was interesting him coming out saying, you know, some old white man groped him. Well, I think that was the word he used. But it's interesting because since that time, he's been coming out pretty much. I don't want to say he pro-white, but this dude been coming out defending everything, you know, the, yes. everything. He, he always been an all-lives-matter type of guy mm-hmm. where he never want to say, hey, this is wrong. Like, it's nothing wrong with saying, hey. You know, what this guy did was wrong. And, you know, black people are being mistreated. Like, he'd never say anything like that. I don't know if it's some type of secret cult he's a part of. And these white people like, hey, if you ever say something, you know, we're going to expose you for who you are. (laughs) I don't know if if it's that. Because that to me, him, he's somebody that can probably just shut the fuck up, too. Like, he don't have to say anything. I'm not looking for Terry Crews to weigh in on the protests. Like, he will be perfectly fine if he don't say anything. So I, I just don't get it. Maybe, maybe he did something and, you know, he he kind of like a, 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 a guy who, I guess, just stand up for master. I want to say, I, I, I want to be disrespectful and say, you know, call him. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like he a guy that maybe white people really rock with and he don't want to disappoint them because of something. Whenever I think of things like this, I think of what Dave Chappelle said in his Netflix special, The Bird Theory. It was on that day when he dropped two specials in a row. And The Bird Theory, I think, was the second one. It was a smaller audience. And he kind of vaguely talked about why he left Comedy Central, why he left Hollywood, and he went to Africa. And he drew it back to the story. And he didn't really say exactly. He didn't give any specifics. But he said, this is how Hollywood is. And he talked about an excerpt from the book by Iceberg Slim. It's some kind of pimping book. I forget what it's called. American Pimp. No, something like that. But it was a book written by Iceberg Slim. And in it, he talks about how he he turned a girl by um, having her go to somebody's house, um, put something in somebody's drink, and then rob him but then made it look like he died. Mm. And basically, so he, uh, she called the pimp Iceberg Slim. Iceberg Slim said, okay, we're going to cover this up and we're going to make it right. And, uh, and of course he did, but the, the guy wasn't even dead. It was a whole setup. Mm. And so after that, of course, the girl's going to be loyal to him forever because she thinks he has this big thing on her. Oh, yeah, and I see what you mean, yeah. Dave Chappelle said, that's how Hollywood works. Damn. He didn't say any specifics, but he said, that's how it works, man. They get something on you, basically, and then you're theirs forever. So yeah. I think about that when things like this happen. I wonder maybe if something like that happened to Terry Crews, yeah. where some shit happened and he had it covered up or thought he had it covered up. And they're like, look, you're going to tweet this out and you just got to live with it. Yeah, you're gonna be our ally no matter what. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. That's all theory, of course, and speculation. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. Bullshit, I'm yeah. I'm starting to I think, think that. With, I'm starting to think that with him, though, man, because 
like uh, when George Floyd passed or died or was murdered, this was the perfect opportunity for people to say, hey, that was wrong. Or mm -hmm. some of the protests, hey, you know, I get it. I understand why y'all doing this. And for people to come out and say, no, nah, that's wrong, or, or just just um, not even defend it or say it's wrong, is is so... what about this and what about that? Yeah, like, don't ain't nobody trying to hear that shit, man. Like, you ain't say nothing before. Like, why... Is, like, now you want to speak out when this happened, when a story get broke, when the Louis story get broken into two or the mm -hmm. Rolette story get broken into two. So I, I just don't get it, man. I don't... I, I don't know, man. Like... He, that's somebody that need to be quiet. But I would be surprised if somebody got a pistol to his back, saying, "Hey, do this." You never know, man. He talked about being addicted to porn at, uh, at one point earlier in his life, and maybe it went deeper than that, man. Maybe he was in some crazy shit. So <laughs> he got some shit covered up, and they said, "Look, man, we ain't gonna expose you, but you gonna do what you got to do." Yeah. And I think a lot of people, and it might not even be a conspiracy for some people. Some people might just feel like. I can't make myself look bad in front of the white people. Yeah. So I can't stand with y'all. I have to say, don't break into the expensive designer stores. I have to say this shit so I can be on their good side. Yeah. It could, that's sad to see. It could, it could be a Steve. Remember Steve Harvey went through that same shit? Yeah. With the whole, I think this was around the time when Monique was telling people to boycott Netflix. Mm -hmm. And he said, and he pretty much said, nah, I got, you know, I got to make my money type of thing. Yeah. Like, I'm not getting involved with that, and it rubbed people the wrong way. So, um, yeah, maybe it's something like that, where he got... They're only out for themselves, man. Yeah, he don't care, because it's not really, you know, affecting him. And his buddies, or whoever he's cool with, he he don't want to lose his job, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Like, he don't want to lose his movie roles, or whatever he get. So he'd rather not say anything. He'd rather defend him, or you know, then to come out and say, hey, that was wrong. And man, I also got to say, while we on this topic, that's also why I applaud John Boyega so much, man. He is going hard in the paint right now. <laughs> he is saying, fuck all that Star Wars shit, man. If you're down with this, if you're not standing with the people, you know, he's he came out and said, I'm not one of your Hollywood coons. <laughs> Go to them if you want to see something else. Dog, he went all in on this shit. He'd been at the protest in London. He said, I never moved to Hollywood. I never went to LA. I've been to, I've been where I'm from all the time. Damn. And so he's been foot, he's been in the protest, man. He's been in the mix. And he's a guy who his career ain't made yet, man. You know? Yeah. Like he's been in some big movies, but he ain't fucking solidified like that yet. He could get canceled and they could blackball him and he could be done. Yeah. And he said, I don't care if I get blackballed. Yeah. He said, I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. So yeah, I salute that man. That's yeah. courage. And honestly, this is the right time to do it because yeah. everybody is on board. And say, for instance, he do get blackballed. Say, for instance, he don't get another role, or they they decide to move on from him. That's the reason why. <laughs> yeah. So everybody gonna take his side no matter what and say, hey, nah, this is wrong. Like maybe in 2016, if he did some shit like that, he will probably be canceled or you know blackballed. But right now. Like, nah, you, you can't really blackball him now. This, pro this is probably the perfect time to stick your chest out now. Yeah, yeah, but you never know, man. Because you would think that Colin Kaepernick wouldn't have gotten blackballed to the degree he did, too, with all the shit that happened. But 
You don't see any teams still trying to pick him up. So yeah, I think I, I don't know, man. I think I think if Kaepernick, say for instance, um, uh, I guess the situation happened in 2016 where everything was going on and Colin decides to knee. I feel like he probably wouldn't be black boy. I feel like he would get way more chances. I, I don't want to say you know him taking the knee is just like fucked everything up for him. I think mm-hmm. I, I know it did, but. I don't want to put the blame on all of the NFL because yeah. remember when um, his last team was his only team was the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. They didn't just release him because he was taking the knee. He was supposed to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they was they was just moving on. They wanted to go in a different direction as far as quarterbacks. Yeah. And we all kind of knew that. <laughs> but I just think, I think he probably would have had way more opportunities if some, if all of this was in play. It's possible, man. It's hard to say. Honestly, it's hard to say. But uh, it is possible. I don't know. It's hard to compare the two situations because a lot of shit was going down. We had Ferguson going down at that time, too. A lot yeah. of shit, Trayvon Martin went down close to that time. So a lot of stuff happened, and you would think because of all that shit, he would have got more chances, but he didn't. Yeah, so. you got to think about it, too, know, man. There was only a couple people in the NFL that was actually, you know, uh, I guess speaking out on the Fergusons and the Trayvon Martins yeah. and all that stuff. So it wasn't even a lot of people speaking out on it. <laughs> so yeah. Now it's damn near Everybody's every sport. Everybody's doing it. It's, yeah. it's in vogue now. Yeah, so. that's why yeah, that's why I have to go back to the whole kneeling thing. Like, I don't give a shit if Baker Mayfield kneel. <laughs> It's the wave now, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, do you think he's going to get a job again? Or you think that's it? Here's the thing. Like, I think he'll probably get some offers and some fake. It's kind of like in radio, because you know how this is, too, man. In radio, where you get an interview, but you're only getting interviewed because there is a mandate on interviewing people before they actually get the person they want to hire. They have to make it look like it's fair. Yeah. You know, I think people will, teams will bring Colin Kaepernick in and work him out. I don't think anybody's going to sign him. And I don't, if I were Colin Kaepernick and this is my problem with him, honestly, this shit is bigger than him playing in the NFL. I don't know why he wants to go back to the NFL. I don't know why you want to go to where you're not wanted. I never understood that. I don't understand why he doesn't think, because he said in the beginning that his protest and what he stands for is bigger than his playing career. And he doesn't care if he gets blackballed and he never plays again. He said that early on. Yeah. But now he makes it like the biggest thing is the fact that he's been blackballed and it's injustice. And it's like, that's not important, man. Honestly, what you're doing now outside of the league is more important than playing football. I wouldn't want to go back if I was him. I don't know why he wants to go back. The second he has a bad game, everybody's going to say that See? that's the reason why he wasn't in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So he only has to, he has nothing to gain from going back. Yeah, he I agree. He only has shit to lose. So I don't get why he even wants to go back. And he, but and, I, and when you look at it too, he's been out the game for four years. Yes. I don't know anybody who, could, who, who can just come back to the NFL after four years and still be what they were. So I, I I just don't see it, man. Like I'm not saying he he can't do anything, but for people, the one thing I was tired of too, man. I was tired of people sitting there saying, "Oh yeah, it's um you can't tell me it's 32 quarterbacks better than Colin Kaepernick." 
It's like, man, that's that's not true. Like, dude, we don't even know. It's one thing if it was 2017, mm-hmm. then you can make that argument. But you have no idea. Like, he's not in football shape. Like, yeah, he can throw the ball. Yeah, he's working out and all this other stuff. But uh, that's a little different from football shape. Like, you ain't play a game in four years. Yes. So I, I just don't see it. He's older. I, how old? I think he's like 31. Something like that. So I think I, he might be older than that. Yeah. So I just don't like. I I really don't see the benefit unless he just loved the game that much, where he's willing to be a backup, or you know, kind of bounce around a little bit. But I I don't know. We don't know how he will play if he get back to the league. Like he can Colin be. Kaepernick. He can, oh, I was gonna just say he he could be doo doo trash. <laughs> like he been going for four years, man. I just don't see it. Colin Kaepernick will be 33 in November. Mm. And I agree with what you're saying. And I do, I have a theory on why he's trying to get back, but I'm going to keep it to myself because we got to stay solidified and (laughs) stay together and move as a unit, dog. I don't want to bring him down. Yeah. But I think the whole thing is Fugazi, dog, honestly. And the other thing, it kind of went away from the original purpose. We always talk about what was the original purpose. Yeah. It went from, you know, his his original purpose of kneeling to, nah, he, you know, we got to boycott the NFL because he not, they not signing him. Mm-hmm. It's just, it kind of got away from the whole purpose. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it's right, but it, it totally got away. It went from, you know, him kneeling because of unarmed um, black and brown people being killed by cops to, um, to hey, it's the NFL versus Colin Kaepernick. And, you know, it, it kind of got away from the whole purpose. And I think that's that's why a lot of people ran with that, with the whole, you know, no, you don't need to kneel and all this other stuff. It totally got lost in the sauce while he was doing it. <laughs> well, fuck it. I'll say it because he boots me up and we can blame <laughs> say me that for shit. the black man down. Say that shit. I think, the, I think Colin Kaepernick is pump faking with this return to the NFL. I don't think he really wants to come back, but I do think he wants to make it look like he – is being unjustly kept out of the league because he has a contract with Nike and he sells jerseys. He sells merch. He sells shoes. These things have to move. And it's hard to move when you're, it's hard to sell shit when you're not in the public eye and people don't see you. So Colin Kaepernick has to be visible. So he has to do things like stage a workout for the NFL and call out the NFL. So black people are like, oh yeah, fight the power. And they buy a fucking $75 Colin Kaepernick black jersey. <laughs> you know, I think it comes down to money, man. I think he has a deal with Nike. And to get the most out of that deal, they probably want him to do things like stage a workout and make it look like he's trying to get back in and being kept out. That's my theory. Mm. That's just what I see. And that's why the whole thing about him selling the merch always sat, didn't sit right with me. And like I said, I don't want to judge, like, I don't know him. I don't know what's in his heart, but I I know a fucking, a Ponzi, a fucking scheme when I see it sometimes. And I think this might be one of them, man. But that being said, it don't take away from the fact that he still took a huge risk by taking the knee. Yeah. So. And and, uh, also, I want to point this out too. We could get off the subject after this, but I just want to point this out too. If he, say for instance, he did get signed, 
and they give him a they give him a chance. He have a, he start for the Redskins, and you know he get benched after Game Four, something like that. You think a lot of people gonna buy this jersey after this? Exactly. Like Nike, it'll will, make everything. Nike he stood will for cut with focused. him so quick. They be like, Psh. like nah, we cool. <laughs> like you're not really doing nothing for us now. That's what I'm saying. Like he has nothing to gain, literally nothing to gain from going back to the NFL. Yeah. Number one, you know they hate you. Number two, you ain't played in four years. So there, there's too much going on. Like, just be happy where you're at. Fight for change. Be an advocate. Yeah. It's a, it's be, very unfortunate. Yes. But I wouldn't, if I were him, I would just stay where I'm at. I, I probably, I guess, with your theory, I would still do the workouts and all this other stuff. Yes. But, like, fuck it, man. Because he, he's. He sued the league and got a settlement, man. It's, yeah. It's over now, dog. Yeah, the most he could probably get from a team is maybe what the veteran minimal. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's ridiculous if you asking for ten plus mil. <laughs> you know what I mean, you ain't playing four yeah, years, man. so it's, I, yeah, I, it's a lot, man. He, I think they need to put that whole thing to bed and move on. He's not gonna play again in the NFL, and he yeah. shouldn't play. But whatever. <laughs> uh, so wrapping up. Uh, real quick, I did, you know, I'm a nerd, so I watched the PlayStation 5 event. Okay. They had a live stream of the fucking, the new system. It comes out this year, I believe, holiday season. The PlayStation 5, they unveiled the games, and I got to say, I was very disappointed. Really? Yes. It started off pretty good. They had the new Black Spider-Man game coming out, and that looked kind of hype. But everything, like the graphics, here's the thing, man. I feel like we've kind of reached the peak of graphics, dog. Yeah. Because remember, going back from the Sega Genesis to the PlayStation was fucking huge. Man. You know? We talked about Resident Evil. (laughs) The N64 to the GameCube, the PlayStation 1 to the PlayStation 2, the PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3. Like, these were huge leaps, dog. Mm -hmm. And remember, every year, the sports game looked more and more real. Yeah. And I'll be watching NBA 2K, and I'm like, okay, they can't make it look more real than this, really. <laughs> oh, they're going to put more sweat on a nigga, I guess. But <laughs> and, and they change the socks, and they have, like, oh, the color-appropriate socks. And, the, like, all the stuff they change now is goofy shit that we don't care about. Yeah. You know, the game looks as real as it can. Mm-hmm. So the graphics don't look too much better than the PS4. Uh, the games look kind of whack. The cons- the system itself is ugly to me, man. It's like yeah. this big, tall, white thing standing up with white controllers. I don't know why it's all white now. It looked like an internet router. <laughs> it does, man. And I don't like the PlayStation being... The PlayStation been black since the PS2, dog. Yeah. It's been an all-black system for niggas. <laughs> and now it's white. I don't like that, man. I yeah. like the Especially black Especially during this time. Yeah. You don't sell to a white console, man. Get out of here, dog. <laughs> So, yeah, I was not impressed. I will not be buying one the first year. I'll eventually get one, probably. Yeah. But I'm not going to buy it on Christmas. And I'm not going to. I don't care, man. This What's the price of it? Because I they heard. haven't said yet. That's the oh, annoying okay. thing, too. Yeah, I kept seeing different rumors. So I wasn't sure which was true. I seen, I think, I want to say 600 at one point. I seen somebody put eight something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, it look like I won't be getting this. <laughs> I'll probably the get the is, PS4. Because the Xbox, the new Xbox is going to release soon, too. Mm-hmm. And I think what they're doing with the price is they're playing like a game of chicken. 
you know, they want to see who comes out first and says the price so they can make it like a few dollars less. Yeah. Be like, oh, PlayStation wanted or Xbox wanted. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like the price is right. When one nigga bets something, (laughs) the next nigga bets a dollar more and they win it. Yeah. I think they're playing a game of chicken with the price, man, because they know it's going to be expensive, but they still want to be like, to look like the less expensive choice. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Damn. We'll see. Damn. So what kind of games did they have on the outside of the Black Spider Man? They showed like a second of the new NBA 2K, but it was only like Zion space and he did a dunk and that was it. They didn't show any real gameplay. Mm. Um, Resident Evil 8, but it looks kind of whack. I don't, I don't know. It's like a fucking family and a farm and shit. Um, <laughs> what else did they have that I liked? Ratchet and Clank. I never played that shit. Mm. Uh, other Gran Turismo, which is cool, I guess. I forgot but about I that game. That shit in a long time. Yeah, I ain't played a re- Gran Turismo since the PS3. Um, just other shit like that. But like I said, the graphics. I think we're pretty much as as realistic as we can get with the graphics now. Mm. You know, shit looks like a movie. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so, I don't think the graphics will look much better. It'll probably be more shit on the screen, but that's it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, had, to look, I had to look at this Resident Evil real quick. No, it's all good, man. <laughs> See, it, it looks weird. You, you, it's gonna trip you out. It's not like the old ones. Yeah, it's in first person view. Is it? Oh, I hate that, man. Yeah, it's in first person view. And <laughs> fucking, it looks like uh, I don't know, just some weird movie. <laughs> like cabin fever or something, I don't know, but it's a yeah. trip. Cause this, this still looked like a. Uh, I would think this was a Xbox 360 for real, for real, or <laughs> Xbox One. Because it don't yeah, look, I don't, it don't look like I'm like wow, like this look yeah. real. I'm telling you, man, the graphics we've reached the plateau, dog. It's not gonna look much better anymore <laughs> than what it looks like now. Yeah, like they'll they'll make a big deal about it. Like, oh, the particle effects are so good now. You can see every single speck on their skin. Mm-hmm. It's like nobody cares about that shit, dog. Yeah, yeah, everything so is pretty much see. clear. Yeah. See, this is Resident Evil. There's no zombies, man. It's just some weird cracker family. Oh, really? <laughs> it's, it's no zombies? Now. Nah, it's like, well, I, I don't know. I don't think there's any. There's monsters, but I don't think they're really zombies. Uh, yeah. It's weird, man. Damn. It's crazy, man. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, like I said, I'll eventually get one, but I was not impressed by that whole thing. <laughs> they made it a big, big event. They they postponed it because of the protests, mm. which I was like, okay. But then they did it, and I wasn't impressed. But we'll see. Hopefully, yeah. things are. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it when it goes on sale. Yeah, like I, man. I was saying that about the Xbox One. I still ain't yeah. got. I might. I, I was debating on going to the um the pawn shop and grab one for like one twenty. You can get one for pretty cheap right now, probably, yeah, man. Yeah, I was. Point. Yeah, as I was at the pawn shop, probably before the um whole um Corona thing, mm-hmm. and um this dude was trying to sell it to me for like one twenty. I'm like, shit. That was more man, than I got bad, my. Man. Yeah, that's more. And that's less than I got my three sixty during the time. So, yeah, yeah. The only thing is, I know I ain't really gonna play it like that, <laughs> so I'm kind of waiting. Surprised, a bit. Man. You might find that one game that hooks you. <laughs> yeah, that's happened to me too. Like I don't be playing games for a long time, but I find that one game and that's all I play. 
Damn. <laughs> so, yeah, you might find out one shit that hooks you, but the, the one maybe thing, not, man. I don't know. The one thing I, that kind of get me with games, especially like Madden or, or 2K, they keep making the same ones every year. It, they need yes. to, they need to make it where you can update the the um the fucking roster, man. Because mm-hmm. what else more can you do? Like you should be able to just update the roster and just keep it moving. Maybe maybe have an update for like twenty bucks or something like that after the draft or whatever. Because it, it what's really the purpose of keep buying it year after year after year, just so you can play with a new quarterback? There really isn't, man. It made more sense back in the day when. Like the first Madden that came out on PlayStation looked terrible, but the last one looked pretty good because they got better at using the graphics. Yeah. Same thing with PS2. Like when it first came out, the Madden didn't look too good, but it looked better every single year. Yeah. Had more options and shit. Mm-hmm. But now it's like everyone is the same, like you said, man. Yeah. You got you could be an online GM. You could make trades yes. and all this other stuff. It's like what else can you do? <laughs> all they do is they take away shit. <laughs> and then they bring it back. Yeah. They're like, hey, the GM mode is back. Like, why was it gone in the first place? Yeah, I didn't know it was gone at one point. They, they take shit out just to bring it back and call it a new feature. It's like, all right, man. Whatever. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, they need to quit making a new one every year, man. <laughs> NBA 2K be pimping you, too. That's the one thing about these games now. <laughs> like, the NBA 2K has the my player mode where you create your own player and try to get him into the NBA. But it's so hard to love your nigga up with his stats that they yeah. make you buy shit. Like you have oh, to buy what? upgrades. Yeah, with real money. That's crazy. And that man. makes your character better. Yeah, nah, that's bullshit. It's a hustle, man. man. Yeah, that's bullshit. I don't like that at all, man. It's a hustle, dog. And I know niggas probably spent like 200 bucks on 2K alone making a fucking person. Try to make him a uh, superstar. Yeah. That's crazy, man. <laughs> it is, man. It's a hustle. I, I missed I missed them old days, man, where you could just create a player, have them on 99. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like seven six. Create Michael Jordan, because Michael Jordan wasn't in those games back in the day. Remember like, he was like Michael remember Jordan. he was like Eric Eric Gordon or Michael Gordon or something like that? At he, one point. He was like player number twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they called him. <laughs> that yeah, was, she was wild. That was man. crazy. Um, so I believe that's it for this edition of the podcast, man. Anything else you got going on? Nah, man. Outside of the um me juicing, I'ma still go with it, man. I ain't I ain't have no type of animal product <laughs> since Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna keep doing that. I'm gonna keep juicing. I might I might um take my juicing up to a net to the next level. I've been doing one juice a day, and that was okay. in the morning, so I might spike it up to two. So I might do two a day. Eventually, I want to maybe juice for like, I, I don't think I could do like five days of just straight up juice and no food. But you I want, could. It's doable. Really? Okay. Yeah, I was thinking about maybe doing a good three days. Mm-hmm. Try to do three days or maybe three juices a day. Three or four, maybe. I don't know. But um, yeah, I just got that going on. Um, what else I got going on? Oh, um, Figgy, Figgy's World is out. Um, this past episode, I did a, uh, I took my dog to the groomers. I took Stanley to the groomers. So I did a before and after and all this other stuff. Okay. Yeah. So next, cool. yeah, next week, um, I got one dropping about the, um, the screw tapes I bought. Okay. So I talked about it a little bit. I played it in the car, listened to it, gave like a live reaction. 
So um, that'll probably be dropping next week. Okay, cool. Looking forward to it, man. Um, forgot the B Simone thing. We'll talk about the B Simone thing another time. When we oh yeah, present. I forgot about that shit, but who cares? <laughs> um, so yeah, everybody uh, watching. Well, thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, subscribe, like, do all this shit. Follow us on social media. You know how it go. And we gonna keep it going. Uh, shout out to Jasmine. And yeah, man. Uh, fucking, we're, we're trying to get guests again. We'll we'll let y'all know when things are going up. And we just gonna keep doing the thing, man. We're gonna keep going. So for my boy Figgy, I'm Ryan Rocket. Oh, this is you need a baker. I miss a need a baker. I dog. know, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the ending wasn't sounding, the outro wasn't sounding right without me. Yeah. It's so weird, man, because I'll be needing some type of music in the beginning at, at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's this this pussy in the mood. Yeah. So, for the entire Gems and Juice crew, including you listening, watching, however you're consuming the podcast. The Juicers. The Juicers <laughs> and the Gemstones. Yep. I believe. This is the Gems and Juice podcast. And we're out. Like the little kids, too. <laughs> <laughs>